podcast. This is uh, your host, Big Baby is what I go by. And these are my two co-hosts. I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves. Smooth recoil. Hey, make sure you come over and watch me stream. We stream a lot of Call of Duty in the village. Come hit me up over at my YouTube channel, Smooth, Re- Smooth Recoil. Come look at me. Give me some love. Yeah. Uh, base is loaded over here in the corner. You can go catch me on YouTube streaming myself on for Call of Duty, Rainbow Six, probably some Last of Us 2. And that's a vulgar assassin. Sir. Right, all right. right. Yeah, let's get into it. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. We're going to talk about music, sports, uh, movies, random news. We're going to try to do this uh, every week. Um, so tune in, subscribe, do all that. Check us uh, for the next episode. And welcome to the first. And thank you for uh, tuning in and giving us a shot. Welcome, so we, welcome, welcome. Yeah, we wanted to go ahead and start the first topic. Uh, <laughs> first topic we want to start with is Captain America. Oh, Captain America. And we yeah. do mean, we do mean the Falcon in the Winter Soldier that later on becomes Captain America. Yeah, no, I didn't. In the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't misspeak. We had some debate uh, about this series, people. The whole time, to be honest with you. I was calling it Captain America from the very beginning um, because the whole show is about Captain America, even before the end of it, which, by the way, spoiler alert, we got to get used to giving those. So we're going to give everybody like five seconds to uh, hit pause and skip to the next topic, which we're going to guess is probably about five, ten minutes away. Um, nice. Pause. All right. So pause is over. Yeah. Uh, Black Falcon <laughs> became Captain America. Um, oh, you did it. You did it. You called him Black yeah, Falcon. No, which we didn't like. Honestly, I didn't like that. I didn't like the, because I don't ever remember him being Black Falcon ever. ever. Um, so that kind of seemed like it was like forced, kind of forced in there to kind of drive a, a point home, which is a, a good point and an uh, important point. But um, in that situation, it just seemed forced. You were already nailing it. By the way, I loved it. Loved where they went with it. Um, Sam being Captain America, I loved where that went. I actually liked uh uh, the guy that, what was the guy? John Walker. Um, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. was Captain yeah, America yeah. at the beginning. I actually liked where they took that. His character I, evolved into a real person. Yeah, I didn't love him being Captain America, but I thought it was really interesting how they kind of um, dealt with the themes of like him being a great soldier. They yes. said he had like three Medal oh, of Honor. <laughs> so this, this dude was Rainbow have to Six. Look that up. I don't even this know. This was Rainbow Six, Six by himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. John, firing the whole team. Yeah, John Walker firing the whole. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> but he uh, uh, lived into that expectation, you know what I mean? And it was a whole different expectation, and everybody kind of like uh, revering Steve Rogers and stuff like that. It was really interesting. I liked what that actor did. Uh, with that character and um, Kurt I, Russell's son, by the way. Yeah, by the way, we got to give him a shout out. Snake Plissken. I, I think his name's Wyatt. Like, I really would yes, love to give it's, him. It's, it's Wyatt. Wyatt Russell, then. 100%, dude. Okay, cool. Yeah, because he deserves a shout out for honestly yeah, yeah. what he did. He, he did a good job. Um, it was a great season. It was a great season, yeah. Oh, it was season wonderful. Two. Yeah, it matter of fact, you guys go ahead. You guys go ahead and give It was Sam becoming Captain America, is basically what it was. He was, to me, he was becoming and he was embodying what Steve Rogers was. Now I don't think anybody's sure talking to the Steve Rogers too, the because Steve Rogers is Steve Rogers, yeah. and he—that's the reason he was Captain America. But yes, oh my God, dude, they did a hell of a job. They brought it all together, and like I said, yeah. Wyatt, uh, look here, dude, Gunny Highway, Heartbreak Ridge, he only had one CMH. He didn't have three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, he's the man. And he charged a machine gun nest. Yeah. All right. So obviously this guy went to town. I'm gonna say that he rode a nuke in. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. He 
Woo! He went rock hound on the nuke. That's no, he what he did. He truly, he did something. I don't know. But, uh, but so yeah. He, yeah, he was, so basically he was a great soldier at the end of the day that didn't make him a great Captain America. And, no. Um, <coughs> him trying to compare himself to Steve Rogers was kind of a lot of his downfall. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, yeah, but I love where they took that character. Also, um, Winter Soldier. Um, I think Sebastian he was, That was my homie. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was really cool in it. Um, <coughs> he had just a cool dynamic with Sam. Like, they were kind of like, obviously not cool at the beginning and he had some <laughs> resentment and all that um and then him not taking the captain uh, sam not taking the captain america shield and him being like why would you not do that and stuff oh yeah why did you why'd you give up the shield yeah and that kind of being part of like sam being like hey at the end of the day you wouldn't understand and then they kind of come to a little bit of an understanding throughout the season and um some of that definitely a little pandery for me but um then some of it really touching and cool and like I think a really cool story and I think they did it really well and I can see myself watching Captain America movie being uh, Sam his oh, his, God, yeah. his yeah, outfit yeah. was sick yeah. I mean a little impractical with the thing on the top where it's, uh, <laughs> his uh, uh, mata is exposed and uh, um, since, since he's a human being and not um, immune to bullets um, right. you know I wouldn't recommend protect that protect your head protect your head for sure but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Overall, you know, I really thought the outfit was cool. It was different, um, so it worked with him. He was good out. Um, he was good with the shield. Oh, hey, some spoiler alerts mm. um, for stuff that's gonna happen. You saw you check you saw the part where he told the like kid that well not kid but the young soldier that was like kind of like working with him throughout the whole season. He was like, I uh, told him to keep the like broken wings or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes. <coughs> I thought that was interesting. So there's so gonna be another Falcon. He might end up being like a sidekick for him or something. That'd be cool. I like the kid. I mean, they didn't really do anything with him, but he was cool. And I keep on calling him a kid, but um, he seemed cool. Yeah. I no, no, he him. was he was there. He, I mean, he never gave up. And you can't he have Winter Soldier following Sam around forever, man. Winter Soldier's cool enough to he can go do yeah, his own no, thing no, no. and no, no. Uh, go to Wakanda, which they had a lot of things going <laughs> <Right>. on there. <laughs> um, the White yeah. Wolf, where he belongs. White Wolf, she took yeah. his arm off. Hey, like, uh, like, like. Uh, like Gerald of Rivia. You didn't even uh, know that could happen. The White Wolf. Yeah, no, that's sick. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about with Captain America? I, I don't want to spend too, too much time because we could obviously get a little lost in this. But Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think we've beat the topic. To no, 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 no. I just, I think at the end of the day, man, it was just wonderfully made. It was wonderful acting in it. And I can't wait to see the next season. Next season yeah. is going to be good. Do you know if good. they're going to do another season? God, or they better. It, I'll be so well, pissed. No, I mean, oh, the, come on. Well, the thing is, they I have think, to. Well, no, because I think it, those, like the Marvel um, series, like I don't know that there's going to be another season of WandaVision. I think it might just be like a season to build up that character, and then now they Spawn might be able to might be able to make, make a movie. Spawn a movie, make more money. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, hey, that's a possibility, sure. but guess what? If they um, make the movie, as long as they don't change actors, yeah, I'm going to see the movie. Yeah, no, for sure. Or watching it. I'll probably still watch the movie no matter what. Or watch it. Then tell you guys not to watch the movie if it's not worth it. The way the world's going, man, maybe just watching it at home, which is cool. It may just be right here at home. Um, Yeah, and then we'll come straight to you guys with it because we'll definitely uh, follow all this stuff. And Marvel stuff, we'll we'll definitely talk about DC stuff. Uh, We'll try to stay more more topical with it, um, you know, as we have this weekly kind of podcast going. Um, So then do you want to jump to the next topic? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Get over yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> so we all like Captain America, by the way, right? Yes, just to be yes. clear. Um, actually, just just for fun, if you could, you want to give kind of like a score, kind of like just an out of 10 to give kind of an idea how you felt about it? 8.5. For Captain America? Yeah. Okay. 
putting you on the spot, but just. I'm going nine. I don't think there would have been a whole lot yeah. more they could have done with it that would have made me loved it a whole lot more, to no. be honest, yeah. man. I'm with you. I think some of, like like I said, the, the helmet. Other, <laughs> yeah, the helmet. Um, some of some of the addressing of, like, the yeah. social issues were a little, like I said, pandering to me. Yes. Where um, it was just a little overboard. But um, overall, I liked that. And I really liked that. They, I, I even liked them addressing that. Cause I, me and you kind of already talked a little bit off mic as far as, like, um, with that and how 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 could you have a black man be Captain America and you're not going to address that at all, that he's black? Like, there, there would have to be some kind of, like, personal, um, you know, turmoil with that. It doesn't have to be, like, a, I don't know exactly what that turmoil has to be, how uh, robust it has to be necessarily and how uh, much it has to get in the way. I guess that's why we were watching the show to see, but, I um, mean, he handled it well. But, you know, I think that would have to be something you would have to address. It would be kind of silly to just not address that as something. So well, it's it's a topic that basically what I'm saying I guess it's a topic that they had to address in the show. So I get why they did that, and I think they did it in a really good way. Um, but just at certain points, it was just a little, like I said, pandering and like far fetched, like not far fetched, but like well, I guess it just like squeezed in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like I said, like the Black Falcon thing, where guys like, oh, Black Falcon could have done without that comment yeah. altogether, and it's fine. And that's is, one that's sticking out. Is, but yeah. Yeah. But there, and there was other situations in the season that were similar. Don't get me wrong. That's why I'm saying that. Um, where it's like, oh, okay, well, this kind of seems like it's just coming completely out of left field. But then there's other times where you dress it, and it's like, oh, man, that's actually a really interesting point of view that I think, you know, is... Yeah, yeah, after, after he explained cool it to the little kid, yeah. I don't understand, like, why later in the season, like, near the end, they, like, continue to do it every time he walked into that town. But it's like... Well, I don't know. The, when, it, when the situation happened at the end, they were actually in the city. Like, and it yeah, was, yeah. like, a, kid, a guy on the bridge. Um, and it was, like, the whole news situation. And then he does, like, an address to the news, which was cool. I like that, even. I mean, like, that, once again, was a, a little... Parts of it were a little, like hammy but i liked kind of that it was it was cool because he's like basically saved these um senators and stuff like that and he has a moment and because of his influence and his platform and he they kind of display that and he addresses like these real issues that not maybe maybe doesn't impact captain america as much as it impacts people like sam wilson you know what i'm saying so it's like i thought that was cool i like i liked how they did that for the most part but that was my only issue with it but we can move on my what do you score it oh yeah yeah uh i would i probably would agree nine like because i had very little issue with it um and that was probably my only issue like the special effects and all that were incredible the fight scenes were awesome um the story was really cool honestly we would watch it way cooler if other people in the house were committed to watching i wish lamar didn't die uh, huh i wish lamar didn't die yeah, that's. I mean, but that helped the John Walker yeah, character it helped take make another it, step. Exactly. So he got violent, really violent at that point, and then um, he was then able to. When when he came in at the end, like that to me, that was cool. Was back, I was like, back. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, he was like a, he was a good guy. He was always a <laughs> yeah. good guy. Like His we intentions said. were always well. Yeah, but it's like he just missed the mark, and still, obviously, I think he's going to continue to miss the mark. To be honest with oh, you, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. He's going to make all the wrong choices yeah. for the right decisions, for the right see, reasons. Well, and he's going to get manipulated a lot because of yes. how his um, uh, ideas are. And he's idealistic and he, you know, wants to do good. So it's like um, uh, Louis Dreyfus or uh, what's the lady's name? Louise, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Julie Louise Dreyfus, yeah. So she came in um, and she's going to be, I'm sure, like taking Evil. advantage of him and manipulating him. You can and, see it. Um, yeah, the writing's on the wall for that. Yeah. So. 
you know, that sucks. But I like how they did it <laughs> for this. <laughs> and I might even like that if they do it cool. They could well, do that well, you know what's going to happen? She's going to push him. Here it is, guys. This is where it comes out all the time. She's going to push him as the hero that they need, but they don't want. Oh, gee. Okay. Hey, it is what it is. it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Mortal Kombat. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Batman, come back to me, Batman. No, we do need... Well, uh, uh, Mortal the, Kombat, let's move uh, on. Hey, no, yes, well, that's funny. Well, real quick, sidebar, uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman. So that let's is coming. Let's not talk and, about it. Well, that is... Uh, I'm excited for that. <laughs> not right now. But that's fine. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat, yeah. How do we um, feel about Mortal Kombat? Uh, oh. That's a little bit less fresh in our mind, I think. Oh. But, yeah. You, you want to... Where's the freaking tournament? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. No, I mean... Missed the mark. Them not having a tournament, that's been an issue in other movies, other Mortal Kombat movies yeah. even. So that's why... Um, we get it, you're bad. You want to cheat, but give us a break. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that was the whole point of the movie. You're right. We're going to cheat. We're Cheating gonna, never wins. No, we're going to do this on our terms. Yeah, that's true. That was... Uh, so the whole point of the movie, once again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, we're going to go through... Um, parts of the whole movie. Um, uh, the the point is is that the bad guys in the movie are coming to Earth Realm and they are trying to kill all of the Earth Realm fighters um, because if they win one more tournament, the Mortal Kombat tournament, um, then they get to take over the world, um, Earth Realm. So their plan um, is basically nobody showing up because they've already killed them. <laughs> well, they or, they, or they just kill all the best people. But Or I'm not sure, honestly. Because yeah. you don't get to that point, to be honest, obviously. that's The point of the movie is Earth Realm people don't all die, and they kill most of the bad guys. Um, and then now, I guess, in the next movie, we'll see. Um, but, okay, so... Death I, is only another portal. Obviously, they say that, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. Same so, so, yeah, we'll see um, more of those characters back in the next one, thankfully, because with Mortal Kombat, you have, like, a lot of characters that we know, like Scorpion, Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah, you, you want to see them. You, you want to see them again. You don't want to, Those like, are characters that die. You still let them come back. You're like, no, bring them back. Well, in the, in, <laughs> Do they in the, really ever die, though? That's, that's, how, they, that's how they turn Death it, is, is another portal. They don't, they don't die. Yeah, I mean, they die, though. That's, yeah, no. yeah, that's the end of the fight. Dude looked like he was dead. Yeah, no, they pretty <laughs> much kill him. <laughs> fatality, um, man. Fatality. And they kill him spectacularly, but they Ooh. do end up coming back. But, I mean, that's not unlike uh, superheroes and stuff, to no, be no. honest with you. So, yeah, yeah, we do the same thing. 100%. Um, so, yeah, you want to see those characters come back. And they have, like, these awesome Somebody pops rivals. in with a time machine that they had Yu-Gi-Oh fix, and they, they move on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, um, I think that uh, 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 the next movie, I'm sure that they're going to end up going with the um, uh, tournament, which that, I mean, I'm going to watch it because the action scenes sure. oh, God, yeah. for this last one were really good. They better bring Johnny Cage in. They, Johnny Cage, I would have liked to have seen just because he's funny and cool and like, uh, you know, honestly, look, when you're doing, when you're doing Mortal Kombat, let's just be honest with ourselves like a lot of it it doesn't have to be like a serious and like really epic movie you want something that's going to remind you of when you play the games when you were a kid like these characters how it made you feel and then go further with it make it even cooler but scorpion it's cool when he says get over here there's a reason you always put that in the movie oh 100 you know I mean? and that's because that's like everybody remembers it's the first it's the first thing he said dude it gives you goosebumps you're like yeah, oh yeah, man yeah, yeah. like he's about to destroy everybody um, or he already about, has been like wiping everybody out. Something's about to grab me and pull me to him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you nailed it. <laughs> a garden tool. Yeah. Well, in, in that case, yeah, which was cool. That was his wife's, right, or something like that. He no, was. Uh, well, it was one of their garden tools that that uh, Sub Zero actually killed him with. Sub Zero ah, put yeah. that in him, and mm. uh, that's where he got that. Yeah. Because he tied it. He tied it onto a rope yep, when yep. he first started fighting him to fight him with it, and then he ended up dying. At from the it. end of the day, yeah. The fight scenes. Well, the, the nostalgia of Mortal Kombat, yeah, a the lot video of, game. And uh, a lot of that was still there, to yeah. give it credit. Yeah. They, did, they did play into that. Uh, like Sub-Zero and uh, Scorpion in that movie, I thought, were pretty cool. Oh, man. They were, they, they, were the whole movie. They were the to movie. To be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sonya Blade, she was like, eh, I could have done without her. don't even remember anything to do with her, to be honest with you. Um, she didn't have Kano's $3 million. She lived in a shithole. She was a trailer park trash. Okay, simply put. <laughs> That's basically what I remember. Put it like that. I don't even remember that, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so then Jax, um, he had a cool scene Big in arms. it, I will say, but he, I didn't think he was really all that cool in the show, like when I did see him. And the robotic um, arms were stupid building up. They were really dumb. Baby arms. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, he had baby yeah. little tiny uh, mechanical arms. That was like, you're losing me right now. Lou um, Kane? I was actually disappointed with the whole Luke character. I'm glad you said that because we haven't really talked about this I'm too much because we wanted it to be um, organic. But yeah, in my opinion too, Luke Kane sucked. Like, I'm Luke Kane, I'm not Luke Kane. Did you just say Luke Kane? Yeah, Luke Kane. Okay, can I actually switch the topic? Okay, I'm sorry. I meant Kano. And Kano. the reason. Oh, I, no, Kano was trash. The reason I wanted to say Kano was because. Don't and, say it. And also, I agree with you on Luke Kang. Go ahead. We'll go get ahead. Back we'll to get that. Kano first. Go yeah, ahead. Well, the I know reason, what you're going to say. Well, the reason I say Kano might not is because I've watched things online where people Seems are saying. Stiller. Huh? Scene still. Oh yeah, where they're saying where they said that he was like the best part of the yeah. movie and all this. Stole every scene he was Dude, in. Dude, no way. No, he was a thief in the movie, guys. They got that yeah, wrong. Yeah, he was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he. His character, in my opinion, wasn't like. Which don't get me wrong. Maybe I'm expecting too much, because, you know, yeah, his character. I don't think it was like overly fleshed out. Wasn't super interesting. Um, I didn't. I just, yeah, I, I, no, no. I couldn't tell you anything about his character. So to say that he's the best part of the movie, there's no way. Like his fight scenes, I remember he shot the laser beam out of his eye. That was kind of cool. And like me as somebody who plays video games, I thought that was cool. But it was still kind of corny. And he's the reason Cabal was in the Iron Lung. Cabal made that comment. Other than that, no. Okay. You, you, when, when we first meet him, uh, Trailer Park Queen has him tied up in her trailer. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's already been nabbed. Which, yeah. um, in the in, by someone without powers. I would like to rewatch the original one because I actually thought that I, as a kid, I felt like I liked Kano in the old one. Not liked him as in he was a good guy no, 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 or anything, no. but he was he's like funny. The, he's eating the chicken. Mm -hmm. he yeah, he's eating the chicken. chicken. That's the part I was thinking about specifically. Okay, love. Yeah, he's gross and <laughs> yeah. like this he's guy. A scumbag. Yeah, this yeah. guy. I don't. I just don't think he nailed this it. This guy focuses way. on being a badass, where the original Kano just focuses on being a dirtbag. And he gets his, his neck. Cracked, right? Oh yeah, Sonya Blade in the original one breaks his neck. Way better. Oh yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the death. What happened to him in this one? This one, Sonya Blade kills him, uh, and she takes his power. Oh she, yeah. She, yeah. Oh god, kill me. Yeah. yeah. Had to let her get one. What was her power? Oh Jesus. Uh, her power was she had the lasers on her hands that looked like something she stole from Tron. Like, what are they even thinking? Why, how does it even get to the point where that ends up in this movie that gets put on HBO? And Max? don't get me wrong. I will watch the next one. Oh, for sure. If they make for another sure. one, I'm going to watch no it. Doubt. And this one, I'll watch again. But. And to be honest with you, and to be honest with you, they did enough. 
uh, to be honest with you, they did enough to get me to watch the next one. Um, oh, 100%. But, so, I mean, it wasn't all terrible, but it was... There was a lot of terrible, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and a lot of things that they should that should have been big um, positives in the movie, like Johnny Cage wasn't there. Sonya Blade, honestly, should have been a positive because she was awesome in the original, one of the best parts. Um, and you, and also Liu Kang, yeah, let's come back to him, really wasn't moved by his character either. Like, oh, he was kind of like... Look here, dude. When he comes walking in the desert and you see a shadow, I, I knew who it was. I because knew of the it, I, 80s hair? I knew it was Liu Kang, but I'm thinking... Is this Liu Kang? Is this Vegeta? <laughs> Who's showing up here? He looked like uh, the lead super... singer from White Snake. <laughs> Damn sure could have been him. Damn sure <laughs> could have been him. But it at least could have been Brett Michaels or CC Deville from oh, Poison. Oh man, if it would have been Brett, Brett Michaels. Oh, and, and it would have been uh, Rock of Love. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I'm here looking for some fighters. Yeah, you're better off finding a date with this group of jackasses. Uh, but anyway, seriously, yeah, no doubt, they made his character so. Bland. Corny. He's bland. Like I, there was nothing special about him. He like, was the main character in the world. Yeah, he's like, I didn't really belong here, but they accepted me. And it's like, you're right. You still don't belong here. Yeah, Get the fuck stupid. out of here. We still why, don't accept you. And why is yeah. why has he been there, but yet they've lost nine years in a row? That doesn't make any sense. That's a good point. I thought you Luke Kang was supposed to be like the dude that won it for us. He won Mortal Kombat. Yeah. He is literally, and, and to win Mortal Kombat, your, your prize is you are immortal. Yeah. Uh, so so mm. so it tells. Mm. So here's the thing. Right there, you have a dope concept. Just stop ruining that. Yeah. You just said you have a tournament. If you win that tournament, you become immortal. immortal. Already, Retire. it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. People have retired over less. Oh my God. Yeah, with a couple hundred in the bank. <laughs> yeah, you got immortality. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're never good. dying. You're yeah. chilling out with yeah. Vlad, the Impaler. That would be him. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> yeah, be clear. Yeah, There's yeah. two Vlads out there. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> oh my God, buddy, it's crazy. But so yeah, I was a little disappointed. His cousin, on the other hand. Uh yeah. Uh why am I drawing a blank? <laughs> oh my god, I know which I know, me too. Uh but look here. When he slid when he slid her onto his his friggin' sombrero, uh, uh, sombrero. And cut her in half. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. Oh, fatality. It was a fatality. <laughs> Kung Lao. Kung, Kung Lao. That yeah. is his he now he was sharp. I wish he wouldn't have died. Oh, he was. I actually liked him. No I, pun intended. See, with a sombrero. You know what's funny? Some of the same, some of the same uh, reviews that I had watched said that uh, he was boring and that Kano was awesome. And I was the opposite. I liked. No, hundred percent opposite. I thought he was pretty 100%. cool when he killed the chick, and yes. he was like, you know, like what now? Like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> um, and then everybody's like, whoa, he's got razors on his uh, hat for real, and it, they can cut bats in half. Well, and let's um, face it, we agreed with him when he looked at his people, and he's like, you suck. guys are losers. You know, 100%. Uh, yeah, 100%. He was right. I, yeah. He was 100% right. The whole movie was downhill Guess from what? there. If yeah. he wasn't busy saving other people, he probably wouldn't have got his soul snatched. Oh, my God. And I see, this is, okay, I'm glad you brought that up, because that was disappointing for me, because that snatch. happened. The soul snatch, the, the soul snatch, <laughs> well, the whole thing that happened with the soul snatch, I felt like wasn't a big enough part of the movie um, for me. Like, I feel like it should have been more epic if in you were going to do it. the original it was, remember. In the original it was huge. And then, um, also, I wish they wouldn't have taken Kung Lao's soul, because we already saw that, right? Yeah. Because it happened to him in the original, I believe, Correct. Yes, yes, it okay. does. Yes, it so does. So it's like, could we have kept him and him actually be cool? Then could you have taken, um, oh man, I don't want to say Sonya Blade's soul. Now, I don't want to do her like but that. Now but now in the original, he doesn't do anything, though. It literally just shows That's him all you see, really. Yeah. That, yeah, you don't see, you don't even know he has the Hat. spinning sombrero. Well, the thing is, yeah, that would have been pretty expensive to do, probably. Oh, yeah, back um, then. Back then. And you 
probably would have looked stupid. Mention, let's not even mention Raiden of the old. Oh my God! Do you remember the uh, when they do reptile? Oh my God, that's terrible. Listen, you didn't you didn't have to do much to outdo the first one on special <laughs> graphics uh, or special effects. Yeah, uh, not at all. They now that's one they spared no no expense oh, and yeah. did him different. But I yeah. I don't know. They got some characters to do. Oh, also, yeah, Reptile in this one. I'll, but to be honest with you, I didn't like him in this one either. No, no. Um, I thought he it was, was stupid. It was, and I wish, it was, yeah. The concept was like, cool. But well, the concept, it's like, they, the, that's not really him. Your art, the concept is already there for you. That's my problem. Like yeah, the movie, the, <laughs> the people who created the movie, you already have, you already mentioned the concept, which is the tournament. Uh, if you win the tournament, you're immortal. You already have a dope concept because you're already, you're taking, uh, intellectual property that already exists and is out there you don't you're not creating anything from scratch so just don't ruin what's already there yeah. you know what i mean no it's, no no yeah. yeah yeah it's like having the pizza bread already there it's already made for you, you don't need your own dough but then you take a crap on it rather than putting marinara sauce on it. no yeah it's like let's quit going to the moon we did that and let's head to mars <laughs> yeah if silly. that really happened oh or hey look <laughs> Elon, elon's trying to go to the moon next Oh, and he said but, people but that's will my die. point, seriously. You're 100% correct, man. It's just simply, hey, come on, man. It's all right there. It's literally scripted out for you. You have the means to make it better. Don't step backwards. Yeah, 100%. But they're running backwards. I'm not stepping backwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there were some good parts. I mean, I don't want to kill him 100%. No, no. Because again, we'll Scorpion, watch it again. I'll watch that movie even again. Yes. Um, but I, I was disappointed in it because I do think that you have the bones of something that's really good already there. Just don't screw it up totally. And um, they didn't screw it up totally, but they just didn't do... They screwed it, it up enough. It wasn't even hurt. as good as if you would have just done a generic, cool... They're, do, they're doing a tournament. Like, uh, what's the... Um, uh, Bruce Lee movie, The Last Dragon, right, where they have the whole tournament situation. Oh, uh, Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. That movie is sweet. Why would you not oh do a Mortal God. Kombat that's like that? To be honest with you here, dude, if anybody wants to hire me, because that's an amazing idea, listen, you just literally watch that movie, be inspired by that movie, and old kung fu movies where they have tournaments, uh, Dragon Ball Z where there's tournaments, um, all these things, right? And then just kind of Make a Mortal Kombat movie, kind of centered around that, and that's with heavily the crazy characters and with crazy characters. Have them all spots. living on this island where they run into each other, like in that um, Bruce Lee movie, yeah, and yeah. they have cool fights. They, like that's Mortal that Kombat. Happened. All that happened. Yeah, like and Bruce Leroy. Yeah. Put him in the movie. Hey, people were dying. <laughs> people, yeah, dude, they ganged up on yeah. uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, people were dying. You remember that, right? People were dying. What was that about? Yeah, why did they do that? I don't remember. Uh, because they were evil. They couldn't win. No, they, no, they were evil. Well, were they just intimidated by him? Yep. No, they were evil. And if you remember right, they, they were doing, uh, was it opium that they were running off that island? It was drugs that they were actually, the guy with the claw. Yeah. He was running drugs off the island, and that's the whole reason that Bruce Lee entered the tournament at all. Mm. Uh, with John Saxton and Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, no, it was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Sorry, sorry. And uh, uh, what was it? Bobo Young, I think it was one of his early, early movies. Uh, so yeah, I, it, it was great, man. And and if you really look at it, other than having the crazy characters, you had Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the snakes. I mean, they had the snakes that you know they put down in there to try to kill people. Uh, yeah, nah, it was pretty fire. It was, yeah. That that was a good good movie, man. Yeah. Good movie, good movie. Yeah, definitely. No, hey, good look back. Yeah, we might have mm. to. You know what? Matter of fact, we're just kind of like doing a little bit of spitballing real quick because we're just starting this podcast. But maybe it'd be a good idea if uh, at least every week, even if we don't have new movies to talk about, just have a little 
movie spotlight and go back and watch a movie and maybe we can all talk about it or whatever. We I could. Don't know. We got you that guys, passion for movies. You guys let us know if that's something you're interested in, obviously, hearing us talk about movies. We're, we're totally interested in all your guys' feedback uh, on all of this and how we can make it better. So, um, yeah, just don't definitely afraid, let us know if you're interested. Don't be afraid to make a comment. And don't be yeah. afraid to subscribe and hit the bell. Hey, uh, don't, yeah, don't just hit the button. And hit the don't like just button. like, don't do that. Give us a comment. Tell us what you think. We want to know what you think, too. Yeah, we, sure. we appreciate all the love, 100%, but but definitely tell us what you think. Tell us what you'd like to yeah. see. We'll, we'll, in any movie out there, we'll, we'll, as long as it's <laughs> feasible to watch, yeah. I mean, I'll go buy the movie. I don't care. But yeah. let's make it legal to obtain. <laughs> what? And, no. and let's make it something we can sit through, people. Yeah, okay? For sure. you know, well, I mean, we want to watch good movies. Don't but, hit me hey, up I'll with watch... a bunch of Joaquin Phoenix and Nicolas Cage 8mm shit. All right? I ain't watching all that. Yeah, I'm not doing any NFTs on that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right, so the next thing we wanted to jump into was actually sports. We want to move away from the uh, okay, uh, okay. movies and stuff like that. Uh, well, actually, once again, do you want to give it just a quick kind of rating so we can kind of scale how we felt about it? Because we all, because we all kind of agreed. Once again, you, yeah. uh, he loved it. Actually, he said he he didn't really care for it, but seven, you loved it. You I'm gonna say seven. <laughs> for me, it's gonna be a five because it was like uh, actually I gotta kind of give it I'm a four point five. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I'm giving it a four because five would be like if you just took the material and then you just did like completely average and you didn't screw it at all. In this situation, they slightly did less than average, I think, and it's just. Um, it could be better, but there's some bones there to go forward. The source material is already really cool, so um, they can continue to kind of build on that. And then next time, I'm sure they'll do the tournament, just since they didn't, by virtue of not doing it the first time, now I'm sure they're going to end up doing it. So that's, I think, already going to make it better as long as you don't blow it. Um, and well, then, in yeah. part two of the very first one, uh, Annihilation, when it came along, if you remember, the Elder God stepped in. So yeah, but we're not to that point yet because we well, never did the tournament. But here's the point: even though they, but if they say, "Hey," and it, they even reference the fact that the elder gods are too lazy to even care right now. So in part two, the elder gods are probably going to step in. We're going to have a tournament. It's going to be yip yip. Oh, you yay. think they're going to? You think the elder gods will force a tournament? I, I, yeah, I think. Is I that think what happened in Annihilation? Well, they didn't force the tournament, but basically, what it was in Annihilation, we find out that Raiden and uh, Shang Tsung, is that his name? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about the guy who played in uh, Cobra uh, as the bad guy. Big dude, square chin. Are you talking about the guy that puts the lotion on the skin? From Joe Dirt? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, but I can't remember if that, that is that is that Shang Tsung? No, that's Khan. Khan, yes. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. So, yeah. So, Khan and, um, and Raiden are actually brothers, and their father is, the, is an elder god. Uh, so... And basically, now, the other okay. two elder gods literally come up and they're like, hey, dude, we know that you're cheating for your one son and that's bad. Snatch your ass up. You're done now. And basically, Raiden takes his place as an elder god and dun, 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 bam. Okay. That's and they an kill Johnny Cage. Don't do it again, assholes. Well, and he dies pathetically. Like Let's not talk about it. Well, I mean, I get what they're doing because they were trying to release, like, like, after the first movie and how they build up Johnny Cage, they're really trying to drive home how scary this new character is and like how easily he kills Johnny Cage. Um, but it completely craps all over Johnny Cage, though, as a character is yeah. my problem. Um, and it makes and he sense. he beat Goro. He beat Prince Goro. Yeah, punched him right in his nuts. And he did jump off the cliff, but we also got the signature uh, move from Johnny Cage with the autograph in his, in his uh, photo that fell onto the ground. Yeah. Do you remember how um, uh, terrible the special effects look on that cliff? 
I actually watched that movie. I watched the I watched the old one uh, recently. But that's why it's so genius to remake these movies. By the way, keep doing it sometimes because sometimes. you people always go back and watch the old one, so you're yeah. double dipping. That's that is true. Yeah. If you can remake your own movie, yeah, you're going to you're going to bank. Yeah. Here, let's but let's move on okay, past the movies. Yeah. So let's yeah, for me, it's probably a four, uh, just a little four and a half. I'm going to give it. Yeah. So um, fair. Um, so anyways, we want to get into some sports. Um, and we're going to be on sports for a little bit, and then we're going to move into like uh, some music topics on uh, some newly released music. And at the end, we'll get into some general <coughs> news. So um, if those are any, any of the things that you're specifically interested in hearing us talk about, um, you know, skip around. You can find those uh, topics. Um, so uh, NFL. Uh, first, we want to kind of just touch on the NFL draft lightly because we're a little ways away from it, but it seems silly not to uh, at least touch on it a little bit. It was a big thing that happened. Um, first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. That's been the pick for like three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So no surprise there. <laughs> Zach Wilson after him to the Jets. Yeah, um, yeah, no surprise there. Third was Trey Lance to the uh, 49ers. Um, fourth was Kyle Pitts. Um, Jamar Chase. Fifth, mm. Jamar Chase. Um, and then the Dolphins, who moved, were uh, the third overall pick, moved back to the 12th pick, moved back up to the sixth pick. Uh, they ended up getting uh, Jalen Waddle. So that's the top six. Dolphins. Yeah, that's the top six picks. We do that because uh, on this podcast, we are supporters of the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Uh, and the Green Bay Packers over here. But um, Miami Everybody's Dolphins not supporters perfect. here. We're struggling um, here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so just to kind of touch on the, the top six picks anyways, um, I'll go first to kind of lead us into this. So Trevor Lawrence, I think that's the obvious pick. Any, like, general manager or anything like that, uh, you're honestly putting your job on the line a little bit if you go anywhere else because um, if Trevor Lawrence draft him and then he ends up being a bum, um, you can go to the owner and be like, look, was I supposed to not nah, pick the guy oh, that was God, supposed yeah. to be the first overall pick? It's for like my hands were tied. My hands were tied. I might as well um, have not even been there to make the pick. Anybody could have If you pick Zach Wilson – um, and he doesn't work yeah. out, and then Trevor Lawrence <coughs> goes to the Jets and works out, then you look like the biggest idiot. And, like, why were you questioning, you know, the consensus of uh, Trevor Lawrence being the best quarterback? So that was just a safe, obvious pick and probably the right pick. Um, he has been consistent um, through his college career and um, done big things. So, I mean, I get that pick. Uh, how do you guys feel about that pick? We can go pick, pick by pick, actually. Uh, it, it, we can bounce around however you want to do it. But, no, for sure. Uh, I, I, the problem is, is here's the thing. On that situation, I think we're all going to agree. I think everybody sitting here is going to agree that that's basically there was no choice. If you're going first yeah. round, Trevor Lawrence is your guy. You're coming. It's A, take Clemson, whatever. Let's shout out to Clemson. Kill Alabama every chance you can. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. True. I hate Nick Saban. Yeah, he sucks. But as Dolphins fans. Boy, love um, <laughs> Move on. Okay. <laughs> so Trevor uh, Lawrence is overrated. Okay, so you what? think overrated. I, don't, I think w- when he starts playing the actual NFL season and everything, I think the pressure of the NFL is going to get to him because it's completely different than college. No, no, and, no. And college, the only really team I – like, there's a lot of good teams in college, but Alabama was one of the only really good teams that had a decent pass rush. This dude literally skips an important day in his career <laughs> yes. to go get married and, that's and why hang he's out. And ride Lambos and, with Patty Mahomes. And hang out with talking about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this dude is already a legend with yeah, them but, long locks, bro. Yeah. 
No, yeah, I mean the Joe Burrow. I was coming into the season the same thing. Look what happened to him. He yeah, got put he, on a bad team and, and he balled out. ACL. Yeah, he balled out. But he balled out until he got hurt. Okay, um, so is that what? That's an injury. Tra- Trevor Lawrence going to do the same thing. He's going to ball gonna, out because his old. He don't have an old line in Jacksonville. Okay. Okay. You're yeah. only going to take so many hits, and now you're going to get hurt. And are you ever? This gonna one be we're going to disagree on. Well, and we'll follow this. So this is great. Yes. This is something that we'll continue to follow, and I'm glad that's how you feel and that's your opinion on it. And we'll continue to kind of, you know, check back in with you. I think that. Uh, there's a possibility going to the Jaguars that he might not um, perform as well as he could if he went to a really great team, but that's the case with anybody. Um, so I think he's in a good situation with Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer has built several college uh, programs up from Utah to Florida to uh, Ohio State. Now, granted, that is um, college where you get to recruit and like convince kids absolutely, to come to absolutely. school. Um, but either way, you also now you get to pay kids legally um, and or pay men legally and, um, you know, just convince them with a great winning franchise, a good location in uh, Florida. And um, I don't know. I mean, I like the location. It could be worse. And 100 percent, in my opinion, if he I think the Bengals is a worse situation, to be honest with you. I would rather go to Jacksonville um, where you have an aggressive owner. Um, who's honestly, it seems like money's not a problem for him. He's going to pay to get people there. Yeah, no. Um, they've gotten rid of all the people that were um, upset in their previous culture, um, as far as like Jalen Ramsey and uh, Blake Bortles is gone. Um, yes. Leonard Fournette's gone. <laughs> yeah, Blake Bortles just um, got signed to the Packers. To the Packers, there you go. Um, Congratulations, so, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, hey, one team's trash is. Uh, Gonna hang another out on another team, team and be trash for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be wishing Aaron Rodgers was happy now. Yeah, for real, pay that man. <laughs> yeah, um, but <laughs> I think fine. your franchise needs to I learn. I think that we fired our general manager. Sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think we fired our general manager. Did they Aaron Rodgers happy? They fired him to keep him happy. I yeah, know. I haven't seen that I anywhere. I've been watching. That. All right, fake news. Don't spread fake yeah, news no, on our platform. No, yeah, hey man. Propaganda. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, for real. Um, So, okay, let's move to the second pick, Zach Wilson. So, um, for me, uh, that was a little confusing because – I mean, not confusing because, I mean, I could see that there's obviously talent there, and I could see the argument for him being – the second best quarterback. Um, but the whole Justin Fields thing going into the draft was really confusing yeah. to me. Uh, his kind of free fall in the draft for what kind of seemed like no reason. Um, he went to the national championship. He beat Trevor Lawrence. passing rate. Okay, that's great. Yeah. And then uh, six touchdowns against Clemson, which is a great defense, and against Trevor Lawrence in the uh, duel. Um, and he won that duel, by the way. Um, in the national championship, he was hurt, which he played through an injury. So I think that that's a positive thing, I think. Um, and then throughout the season, he played really well. So um, and then last season, he played well and was uh, uh, considered one of the best quarterbacks. So I just don't see what happened um, to make him fall. His combine was great. His pro day, from what I remember, was great. We're a little bit further removed, like I said, but yeah, no, no, um, no, because we talked. I remember talking about yeah. that. Me and you talked about that specifically, because at first I really wasn't aware of the drop, and yeah. you actually, you, you're the one that brought that to my attention. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sure. I was, and when I went and looked him up and I saw the percentage and all that, I didn't understand that either. And you know me, I think it's cool that he was at one school, switched over to another school, so he literally yeah. was in two separate schemes. To me, that's cool. Well, and yeah, and cool. facing that kind of adversity, going from Georgia where you yeah. ended up not starting, yeah. um, as, and then only his freshman year. Yeah, and that's tough. I mean, uh, 
coming from my perspective, I'm older than than he was when that happened. But trying to put myself in those shoes, which it's not, I'm not that far removed. That's a difficult thing as a young, young, young man. I mean, we're talking about like an 18 year old, 19 year old being told, like, yeah, I know you you thought you had a plan and you thought you were the starting quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs, but that's not no, what it gonna is. We're going to go a different route. We're going to yeah. go a different route, and that's life, and that's what it is. Um, but then he went to Ohio State, made the best out of that situation. Got All done. Got him to a national well, championship. He truly did make the best. He truly made yeah. the best out of All the situation. Yeah. So, I mean, don't be wrong. Whenever I see him, I can see how he seems like he has a little bit of, like, a, a attitude or whatever. Like, we watched the draft. He deserves it, don't you? Well, I mean, I can see why he could be frustrated is the thing. But yeah. um, I don't know. So, that was one of the big question marks in the draft. I don't see – never saw the Mac Jones thing. That was random. But also that – I – before the, the draft even happened, I remember saying to you guys, because I thought maybe that was some smokescreen. I'm still not clear on that. Uh, the media covering it, I don't know if they just bought into some BS that like teams were throwing out there to get maybe Justin Fields to fall to them, possibly, um, or Trey Lance to fall to them. So they're like, yeah, Mac Jones, we love him. Nobody worry about drafting that uh, Justin Fields guy because nobody wants him. Meanwhile, you know, that sneaking could, up. That and, really could, you know. Well, yeah, because there's always. For sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's always, like, you know, games that they're playing. Oh, he was worth keeping the smoke screen. Well, I mean, look, the Bears ended up getting him at 11. Um, I think he's, as far as, like, prospect-wise and, like, ceiling and what he could be. One of the, um, one of the more probably one of the best profitable picks in the draft. One of, like, he has one of the higher ceilings of any quarterback I can remember ever playing on that team, so, like, on, on the Bears. So, as far as that, yeah, they're going to be the ones that won in the draft. Watch. Well, uh, we'll Everybody see. Everybody said, people say the Jets. Now, people have Dolphins. said our Dolphins have won in the Dolphins. draft. Which, well, here, but just real quick, before we okay. move on from Justin Fields, because we're not even going to really talk about that too, too much, because yeah, yeah. uh, we're not going to get to pick 11. But, um, okay, so with Justin Fields, you're talking about Mitch Trubisky as the Bears quarterback. You're talking about Andy Dalton as the quarterback right now. Um, you're talking about Jay Cutler. Um, you're talking about like uh, Nick Foles, Rex, Rex Grossman, um, Caleb Haney. Um, <laughs> like honestly, he's literally like in the past 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. And I'm coming from the perspective of a Dolphins fan, like we said. So I can relate to this, to be honest with you, because um, you know what it's like. Well, I mean, you could say maybe with Ryan Tannehill, where we picked him, people thought that he could be something, but I wasn't. I'd never bought into that whole situation. Um, so. I do. I did kind of feel that way with Tua, though, because he's won national championships. He's like Heisman-level quarterback. Um, so when we drafted him, it's like, okay, this at least is like a shot at the wall. If it sticks, we might have like one of the best quarterbacks in the league in eight years. Um, if it doesn't, at least we're giving ourselves more of a chance than Jay Fiedler gives us because we know he's never this going to be Here's the thing. even Check top 15. Out. Just like you just said, we never in this family, we never bought into Ryan Tannehill. Never, ever, ever. And people literally this past season looked at me and they made comments to me and they said stuff. They're like, what do you think about Ryan Tannehill now? The I'm happy same. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm happy for him. The I'm happy same. for the Tennessee Titans that they got a quarterback they're happy Last with. Last boy scout him. But I'm going but I'm to be honest with you. Who cares? Um, I am happy that we're not paying him what Tennessee's paying him. So I'm good, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, they're, pay- they're paying him to turn around and hand the ball to uh, Derrick Henry. Henry. And then also, look, I'm it, happy it he's not good working decisions. in the concession stand. It made good decisions, and he's doing good with his, his situation. Legitimately, I'm happy for both of them. It's working out. Um, but if anybody's expecting 
at least me as a Dolphins fan, for you to say, how do you feel about Ryan Tannehill now? And me be like, oh, my God, I wish he was still on our team. It's never, ever, no. ever going to be the situation. No. I'm good. No. Um, and I'm happier with Tua, and I would have been happy with Deshaun Watson. Um, and... You know, I don't know. I mean, those are the two. If we got Aaron Rodgers, I'd be happier with Aaron Rodgers than I would um, Ryan Tannehill. Deshaun, but once again, if we, this was the Godfather, this would be the part where I grab you in the face and kiss you and tell you you broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm giving a nice little smack on the side of the face, and yeah. you know, thanks a lot, Deshaun, and say you love him. Yeah, <laughs> you broke my heart. Um, yeah, but yeah, so uh, pick number three, Trey Lance. I think that's a decent pick. I could see yeah, the upside there. Um, say he's doing good. I probably would have went um, uh, with Justin Fields personally, just because I think there's he's proven himself more um, on a high level, college level, and and just played more than Trey Lance has. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, he has the no, athletic I, skills. That's what I'm I yeah, get I mean, it. It makes sense. And in that offense, the um, Shanahan offense with a lot of play, play action fakes yes. and stuff, kind of simplify it for him a little bit, have a really good run game. Uh, he'll have George Kittle. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good situation. I like that. He's I, lucky. From what you were talking about with, like, t- Trevor Lawrence being like, oh, well, you're going to a crappy team, da-da-da-da-da. Most of the time when you're one of the top picks in the draft, you go to a crappy team. Now, Trey Lance is actually really fortunate. He's not. My nose is killing me right now. I don't know why it's itching so bad. Um, but, yeah, he's really fortunate. He's going to a situation with a winning coach, winning culture. They've been Good to the defense. Super Bowl in the past five years or so. Um, like, yeah, just he's, he's fortunate. Yeah. No, he, he got he, – he was lucky. Yeah. But, hey. But the Falcons taking – what was it called? Kyle, Kyle Pitts, Pitts at forward. Yeah. That, I mean, as a tight end. <laughs> as a tight end, that's, that's – <laughs> I think he's the highest he's drafted the first, tight end he's ever. He's the first tight end ever draft, drafted <laughs> in the top five. They, they so. were listening to me when I was talking about my fantasy football and how that doesn't how that tight end position haunts me every year. Yeah, it's hard to. They didn't well, want to fall into that that category. There's with not me. A, there's not a lot of great <laughs> tight ends. Probably less great tight ends than there is any other skill position. True. Um, but you also have to put less of them on a field at the same time. That's true as well. Um, Kyle so Pitts lining up as a receiver. He's lining up as a, I mean he's amazing. Um, a little bit of maybe maybe a reach. I mean, I don't know, though. He was one of my favorite players in the draft. He's who I wanted the Dolphins to end up being able to snag, uh, and we obviously weren't able to do that. So um, I don't know. Some of that might be a little bit of jealousy. So, I mean, I don't know. But I, I really appreciate his skill set. It's really unique. As far as I'm concerned, we can stop right now with the whole draft thing because we brought up the fact about a tight end, and we can just simply move on to my man Tim Tebow. <laughs> Well, <laughs> come on, Tim Tebow. Welcome back, sir. Let's let's get to pick okay. number six. Just because okay. the Dolphins did a lot in the draft. So, um, if anybody is viewing us for Dolphins talk, which uh, hopefully there are some oh. Dolphins fans out there viewing this, um, you know, Tua, we, we want to be send able to us a come. jersey, baby. Yeah, hook us I up. I need a small go. one. I need a little bit. Yeah, here. forget that stuff we said about Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun no, but, who, baby? Hey, um, <laughs> so pick number five, Jamar Chase. Um, I. Would have been happy to get Jamar Chase at number six as a Dolphins fan, to be honest. Um, uh, not more up. happy than Jalen Waddle, even. I've, I've really come around to that pick. I really like how he, uh, what he brings to our offense, but I guess we'll get to that next pick. Um, Jamar Chase, though, yeah, with Joe Burrow, then being familiar with each other, then both having their best college seasons ever together and winning a national championship together in that same season uh, where Joe Burrow won a, a Heisman. Um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, I, I like that pick. 
Um, you make Joe Burrow happy. You don't protect you know him. You know you're keeping Joe Burrow. So. Well, the problem with, and this is what a lot of people are saying online and a lot of people are saying on like uh, the networks, um, is that you should pay to protect him. And if you don't pay to protect him, then... Um, he's just going to tear his elbow. He's going to get hurt him. again and so on and so forth. So it's like <laughs> they're saying uh, uh, invest in your investment. I'm putting that evil on people basis. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I don't remember all their picks, and I don't remember how much they addressed their offensive line. Pick, I think they did pick up a couple linemen. In the I'm almost right. positive they did because I thought we talked about that later because he made the same comment. Well, I can't imagine <laughs> about joking. About I can't it. imagine that they didn't. That would be crazy. That would, but, that would have been stupid. Yeah. So Jamar Chase, but, good pick. You guys feel like good pick? You know I think I mean? it was a good fit. I yeah. Think it, Solid. I, I think for their choice, it was the best choice they could make at that yeah. point. Okay. Uh, I think um, they could have made a better choice because I don't really? think. I don't think the number one lineman in the draft was off the board yet. He wasn't. So it's like you, he, they could have got like a killer left tackle. I know what they, they needed. They need a weapon too, though, man. And yeah, a, but you also have Joe Burrow hopping around on one leg uh, right now. Yeah. You, you're, hey, you're just killing on Jay, Joe Burrow. Well, no, like Joe Burrow's my dude. Like, I don't want him to tear another ACL. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's right. I mean, Joe Burrow, the team is not as competitive without Joe Burrow. So it's like you don't. You gotta you gotta make sure he's healthy first and foremost. The best ability is availability. If you're not available, then it doesn't matter what you do for us, because um, you're not here to do yeah, it. You can pick up Jamal Chase, and then what happens when Joe Burrow gets hurt? Who's throwing it to Jamal Chase? Who's throwing it to yeah. him now? Well, here let's go ahead and move on to this six pick real quick. Yeah. We'll just touch on it real quick. We don't need to spend too much time on it. Uh, Jalen Waddle uh, to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, initially, I was a little confused with the reason we went with that type of receiver specifically. I do get that he's a speed receiver. We want to be fast, and that's really important in today's NFL and just in general. But uh, assigning Will, F Will Fuller, to be honest with you, is what kind of confused me with yeah, the Jalen Yeah, I think that's what, that's what got me to. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. so much just the pick in general. If we didn't have Will Fuller, I wouldn't be so confused. But um, they seem very yeah. similar. Yeah. And um, I think that's going to help Devontae Parker, which honestly hasn't lived up to uh, expectations. I was really excited when we drafted him because of uh, my finger. what he did in uh, uh, <laughs> college. But... Um, yeah, it just hasn't worked I was out. But he has I bought onto it. He hasn't been playing with the best quarterbacks either. So um, now him having a better uh, supporting cast as far as receivers. Um, you know, Gasecki, I don't know. We'll see, man. I Sometimes he makes plays and uh, jumps off. I'm not, but I'm not. A why didn't believer. we get Tebow? That's why, <laughs> that's why I wanted uh, Kyle Pitts, to be honest with you. But, um, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm going to be open-minded. I liked the idea of Mike Gesicki when he first got to the team because he just looks like a certain kind of player. Um, you know, he's big, uh, like Rob Gronkowski type of tight end is what he looks like. But, right. Um, there's very few of those. Um, and yeah, he no, just he doesn't, doesn't play like Gronkowski. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's just kind of clumsy to me, to be honest with you. Like, he's, he's really clumsy with his footwork, in my opinion, and um, kind of like... Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously he can do what I can't do, but hey... Well, yeah, but hey, <laughs> at the end okay. of the day, yeah. we could have got Tebow. Could we could have had Tebow this whole time? We had Tebow. Um, but yeah, so uh, regardless, the, uh, yeah, the, basically, that's how I feel about the pick. I, I was a little confused by it, but I did come around. I do like what he brings uh, long term. Um, I think that he's dynamic, so we're not going to have Wolf Fuller forever. 
Um, and if we end up building a spot for him in the offense, then it makes sense. I don't want to have another uh, Jakeem Grant situation, though, where we have just like a fast guy that we, you know, throw screens to sometimes. And other than that, we don't know what to do with him. Well, I hope um, if he gets a touchdown in his touchdown dance, he incorporates the song Waddle. You're talking about Wobble. Yeah, Wobble. That's what I did. Yeah, but his Wobble. name's Waddle. But I know fine. his name's Waddle, but it's close <laughs> enough. My bad. It is. I agree it is close enough. And uh, I think we should do it. And if we do it, that'll be super cool. Okay, there you go. Jalen. I want to hear that song a lot. Jalen, we need you. We, we need, need you. you. We need you to do that. We I don't. We need you to waddle. But, uh, <laughs> we, need, we do need you to waddle to the end zone, for real. We do. We do, um, baby. Uh, so here next, so we can get through the uh, right. NFL topics. Um, we wanted to talk about Aaron Rodgers and his um, him being a disgruntled employee. Um, <laughs> he's not happy with Green Bay. He doesn't want to play with Green Bay anymore. They're being real messy. I'm not happy with Green Bay right now. Yeah, they're being real messy with it. A lot of it's in the media. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? I was uh, gotta keep your all-time great. That like he just played the best season he's played in a long time. Like if he's asking, hey, let me be involved. Let me talk a little bit more about who we're gonna pick. Like we haven't drafted a skilled position in how long? Like the last skilled position we drafted in the first round was his backup, Jordan Love. Who did they draft this year? A corner. Like, not a, I don't really know him. I don't, all I know is he's from Georgia. Remember we texted him when they took the corner? Yeah, yeah I, like, I just forgot that. Uh, we sent him a text. That didn't yeah. help at all. Like, your quarterback told you going into the draft, like, <laughs> I'm fed up with what's going on and everything. Like, I want more players. Like, all he has is Devontae Adams. Like, honestly, like, yeah. Lazard made some plays. But I, was, I don't even know how to say his name. He was just really fast. Talk about uh, Valdez. Scantley, yeah. Scantley, yeah. He he was just fast. Like our uh, the tight end we uh, Tanya pick, we picked up. He was a decent tight end, but it's like he wasn't a game changer like Devontae Adams. So it's yeah. like, why can't you just use your first round pick to draft a receiver? Like last se- last year was a super wide receiver heavy draft, and we tried it like we purposely traded up and then drafted Jordan Love. Yeah. If you're gonna trade up, try to at least trade up and take a receiver. I got you. And everything. So, why why trade up to back to get a backup? No, to me, yeah. it's like they were just planning to get rid of him the whole time. You were saying they were planning on getting rid of Aaron Rodgers the whole time. Yeah, and then yeah. they saw how great he played last year, and now it's like, oh, <laughs> can't get rid of him now. Well, um, You're joking. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. I think that uh, with Aaron, we uh, well, you guys got. Um, he's on. He's playing the best football that he's ever played. But before that, he was getting hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, like you said, he wasn't playing that great. He wasn't putting up a lot of uh, touchdowns. Maybe not throwing as many interceptions. Putting more effort into commercials uh, than he was football. Career. Yeah. So I mean, I so could see other people in the league. That's true. relevant. We're talking. Well, I mean, about but him. but some other players were doing that. They went in Super Bowls. Patty Mahomes. Um, yeah. Same commercials, by the way. Yeah. He was in the commercial with them, saying, uh, "Yeah, the best friends. Of course they're." Aaron Rodgers is like, hey, we need to film the next one. And he's like, nah, dog, I can't. I'm in, uh, I gotta go I'm in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Miami right now. I'm, Trevor I'm Lawrence. Busy. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm no, busy. I'm busy. Sorry, so, friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, for sure. Go hang out with fake Jake from State Farm. <laughs> I got real Jake with me. We're balling. Um, but, That's uh, it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, so with Aaron, one thing I do want to talk about with Aaron Rodgers, where do you think is uh, possible landing spots? Uh, I'm hearing a lot about Broncos. Yeah, I heard that. But it's like, I'm a how's fo- he going to get along with Elway? 
If he goes to the Broncos, how's he get along with Elway? How did he get along with Favre? Uh, come on, dude. He didn't. Come on, bro. Oh, I don't think he's going to get along with <laughs> He's not going to get along with Elway, and yeah. Elway's what, the GM? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Elway's like uh, the GM over it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, then John Elway has to put up with Aaron. Like, oh, don't get me wrong, dude. I'm not a John Elway fan, never have been. I'm a diehard Marino fan, which shit all over Elway the entire career. I think uh, Aaron's a two- or three-time MVP. It's like, if I'm John Elway, even if I don't like Aaron Rodgers, it's like, okay, I could bring him in just like I brought Peyton Manning in. Yeah, and that's and the thing. The Super Bowl, and then, hey, man, I already no. signed you to a two-year deal. Go get another team. Yeah, I'm with, I'm, I mean, I'm with oh. him on that. I could see them putting that to the side. I mean, the thing is, John Elway hasn't been very successful for the past several years. So it's like, um, I'm sure he knows that. His job could be, like, getting to the point where it's a little hot seat. Um, Go back to making Coors Light commercials, John. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind if we never saw him again. But, no, I can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, from his perspective, I could see how the seat's a little hot. You might want to go ahead and reach out to Aaron Rodgers. You had success with that other uh, – with a, another quarterback um, in a similar situation. Um, maybe not exact because Peyton Manning was never disruptive like this. You know, he never no, was like, no, no. I don't want to play in Indianapolis. Basically, get me out of here. Indianapolis forced him out. The typical shitbag family they are, and <laughs> – they shit all over Peyton Manning because he was hurt. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not a Peyton Manning fan, let me say that right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, but he, he was no longer useful to him, so they exactly. said, at the end of the day, we're going to go ahead and take this kid, Andrew Luck, yep. um, and, you know, peace out. And, uh, he balled. And then he went and won a Super Bowl, yes. as a matter of fact. So, um, John Elway, like I said, he, I'm sure he recognizes that. Right now he has Drew Locke. I mean, uh, I don't have anything against Drew Locke necessarily, but, I mean, I know he's not Aaron Rodgers. I think everybody knows that. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so yeah. for sure, for yeah, sure. I, I, I have, I, I could see the Broncos being a decent spot. Um, I there's a few places I think the Broncos probably do make the most sense though. Like I'm not gonna try to shoehorn they, them. They have a good receiving core. They have a good tight end. Great, to be honest with you. Like that's one of the reasons you have to look at Drew Locke and be like, uh, you know, what are you why, doing? Why can't you not? Because yeah, with? his his receivers are silly. But check this out. He has a killer tight end. Yes. Yeah, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. I've heard he might go to the Dolphins. I don't want him. I don't want his crybaby annex coming to the Dolphins. Well, we've dealt with enough of that bullshit in Miami. Okay, so why would you say that you don't want Aaron Rodgers, but you could take Deshaun Watson? Well, They're I, both asking to be off their teams. Well, I understand that, but look at the way Deshaun Watson did it. Well, <laughs> and the way yeah. he did it was he went out on a limb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, allegedly. Look, at, at, at the end of the day, I mean, and to be honest with you, I kind of agree with you, and I know what you mean. And there's a few other um, factors that go into that, like Deshaun Watson is 25. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers is. I like Aaron Rodgers as a football player, as a quarterback. He's 36. a great, phenomenal. So Aaron Rodgers is 11 years older. So yes. let's just say they play the exact amount of time the exact same amount of time, then that's theoretically like 11 years you'll be missing out on if you oppose to Deshaun Watson. Um, the skill level is similar. Probably Aaron Rodgers is more a little bit better, I would say, just as far as like developed a little bit further. But, he, but Deshaun Watson's um, going to develop with all oh, this time sure. that he has left. Well, I mean, and I'm, what I'm saying is I agree. I, I If it was one game or one season, I would probably go Aaron Rodgers based off of last season. He was the MVP. Uh, and Deshaun Man, Watson's... It. Team, he led the league in passing yards, but let's be honest, they didn't win a lot of games. Now his team sucked. Um, so I think he would be amazing on the Dolphins, for example. So for sure, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to knock uh, Deshaun Watson. I think uh, 
I, I could see the comparison, but you know. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and move on then. Um, the next topic we wanted to go ahead and address is actually Tim Tebow. Um, Tim Tebow is officially a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and he is playing tight end. Florida yeah. needs Tim. He's secretly playing quarterback. What'd you say? He's secretly playing quarterback. I mean, it, the thing is, he's an extra player that you have on your team that could, in a case of an emergency, play Just quarterback. Just case something happened like with the Broncos, man. Everyone gets COVID. For sure. Hey, Tim Tebow, time to ball out again. Wouldn't yeah. that be something if that is literally why they chose to do that? Well, hey, you remember what happened there and they didn't have a quarterback? I think it's an added plus. <laughs> I definitely do think it's an, it's an added plus. And if they had that kind of foresight, then I would be even more impressed, to be honest. Um, but I'm excited to see him play. I want to see how he's going to play. Yeah, me too. I'm even excited. as even as a tight end. Uh, yeah, one no, thing, hundred percent. One thing I, because I, I mean, I don't want to spend too too much time nah. on uh, the uh, possible like back in backup tight end being signed. All respect to Tim Tebow, one of my favorite players of all time. In my opinion, the I'm going to go out on a limb and say best college player of all time. In my personal opinion, but um, definitely my favorite college football player of all time and favorite college quarterback of all time. Um, and he has he will always have an argument for best player of all time in my opinion. Um, but the reality is is that um, he wasn't your typical traditional. Uh, NFL quarterback, and he didn't get a fair shake at that. He still won um, games, and he was 100%. exciting to watch. 100%. He didn't get the opportunity that the he excitement. deserved. We today see quarterbacks that are not even, like, that are. It's a job. That are playing, that, that, like, for example, Andy Dalton, for example, is a NFL quarterback and continues to get jobs at the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Chicago Bears now. Um and plays like straight trash, to be honest. It looks like a liability out there, in my opinion. Um, looks like every time he drops back, he's like Pick. waiting to get uh, cut in half like the dude from uh, uh, Not Another Team Movie. <laughs> Not Another so, Team Movie. Seriously, he just looks like he doesn't Fake belong Lucas. out there at, the, at this point. <laughs> and um, uh, Tim Tebow literally couldn't get a job when he went to the Jets. Never really got a fair opportunity. He got treated kind of like a sideshow kind of thing with Mark Sanchez. Like, so just please. But fumble. The stupidest, so many people um, let down Tim Tebow in his career. That's not even a question. Um, so I agree with that. Um, but the reality is, is we're past that. Now it's so late in what would be his career. He's like 31 years old or probably a little bit older than that even. Um, you know, yeah, it's a bummer. I'm glad that he got a job, though, because he's not doing baseball anymore. So I'm glad he found some kind of like sport to get into. Uh, I'm curious what he'll move into after sports, to be honest, because... It is uh, it is uh, unconventional to see somebody get into uh, sports this late. Yeah. Like, I mean, football this late, get back into it after, you know. It's the real-life natural. <laughs> well, so, also, how do you feel about some people saying, like, hey, what the heck, how come Tim Tebow got a job before uh, Colin Kaepernick? We like Tim Tebow. <laughs> Well, okay, so I don't even think it's that. Um, to me, I think the biggest point is that Tim Tebow is a tight end now. So the comparison is stupid and doesn't make any sense. So when you're trying to conflate those two things and you're saying, like, what in the world? How can Tim Tebow get a job? And Colin Kaepernick's still waiting to get a job. Is Colin Kaepernick saying, hey, I'll, I'll line up as a wide receiver for you all if you give me a job? Absolutely. I mean, as far as I know, absolutely not. Um, so people that are conflating those two um, uh, narratives um, to me is just irresponsible and stupid and 
Chiva just looks silly when they do that. So. Yeah. I just want to bring that uh, up because yeah, we were talking about Tim on. Tebow. Yeah. I thought about it. I've heard uh, several people kind of bring that up <coughs> and laugh about it. And they, to me, that's it's apparent that those I people... I just read a thing about uh, that today. Yeah, it's apparent those people are not uh, aware of sports. Um, no, so, they're, they're troublemakers. They're trying yeah. to start trouble. So, all right. So then moving on past sports. Interesting. Uh, or not past sports. I'm sorry. We're actually moving into the UFC. Um, UFC, we had uh, Tony Ferguson last night fight. Um, Benil Dariush. And this is his third loss in a row. Um, how do you guys feel about that? And, uh, did you guys, are, are you guys familiar with kind of how the fight went down? I think he, like, popped something in his leg. <laughs> Straight yeah. serious. Something, he's on, he's something's on wrong his with knee. his leg. He's on his knee. He popped something in that knee. Oh, that, that knee ain't going to work right ever again, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, well, maybe. He didn't defend that submission at all. He's actually, I think, been through some of the most brutal he, he has. last three fights uh, just to watch. To, I hate to say that he should retire because it's such a, you know, Thank I feel you. like he needs to make I that. Say it. Yeah, I feel like he needs to make that call, <laughs> but it's getting to the point where it's kind of sad to watch You're it, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, you just Agreed. watched. We watched Justin Gaethje just beat the hell out of him. Like it looked like some of the worst stuff that Tony Ferguson had done to others. Um, and then ever since then, I don't know if it's like a psychological thing and maybe like an edge that he's lost because you know he Justin Gaethje kind of maybe showed something to himself that you kind of have to come to terms with. You know? Tony, watch uh, some Ken Shamrock at the end of his career, buddy. Rough. Watch it. Yeah. But and don't get me wrong, I love to watch some of Tony's fights. We've seen a, we've seen yeah. a lot of them earlier in his career that were really cool. No, and, and vicious and just con, like man constant. is a bad man. Um, really, he's, yeah. he's a bad man, a tough fighter, yeah. and he probably won't be ready to retire. He'll probably come back from this injury and fight another couple years. Who knows? But yeah. well, I hope he gets yeah. on, on track if he does end up doing that. And I think Knock there, someone out. There is a place. There is a place Put for him to sleep. <laughs> there is a place for. Um, uh, uh, older fighters and stuff like that. And, like, I think, I feel like that kind of with every, profe- like, for example, um, we're going to talk about rap music in a little bit. And, um, like, older um, hip-hop artists, this is becoming a thing. They used to never, like, if you were over, like, 28 years old, people were like, why are you still making rap music? You look like an idiot. Um, but then now <laughs> we're going to talk today about a J. Cole album. J. Cole is 36 years old. Nobody ever even talks about that or even thinks about it. Um, he's almost 40 years old. Um, and like I said, we'll get into his album and everything. So, but I, I love that because then, and I mean, with fighting, it is different because it's physical and you hate to see people just get, just beat to pieces. Um, yeah. but, uh, you know, it is, it's also a sad thing when those people are kind of like forced to give something up that they've put their entire essence into and their entire life into. So I hope that he's able to find a life, uh, in fighting if he wants to continue. Um, but be able to do it in a responsible way and not just get, you know, manhandled and, and stuff. It was, it's tough to see. And I think he'll definitely have trade. a career coaching or something for sure. Yeah, well, for sure. I, I wonder because, I mean, with him, he's very eccentric. And um, uh, so I just wonder with his personality how that works. I know he has schools and stuff and seems super passionate about those things. And uh, uh, I'm sure he will have a future in that. So, I mean... I hope so. It makes me kind of feel happy thinking about that. So uh, it doesn't make me feel happy thinking about uh, him fighting Khabib um, or fighting, uh, which is that's probably the biggest fight in his career that actually never ended up happening. But he had years and years and years of buildup with Khabib where they were supposed to fight and, 
you know? Yeah, I so, forgot that that never happened. Yeah, so um, crazy. But huh. either way, hmm. um, uh, so any other than that, we can move on to right, the right. other big fight last night, uh, which was Charles Oliveira fighting Michael Chandler. Um, Hurt him. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the knockout was brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, I was going to say, the knockout And hurt. the follow-up with the knockout was was, was crazy. Um, I didn't actually watch any of the um, uh, post-fight interviews, which I like to kind of watch to kind of get a vibe where the person's head's at and where they're planning on going forward. We got in big conversation. Um, yeah. We took away from a lot of that. Maybe yeah. you did. But I, uh, I, I would definitely, I would love to kind of check those out. Drop in the comments, kind of whatever you guys seen um, as far as that goes. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't get to see that. So I'm curious specifically where Michael Chandler's at. Because I'm sure I know where Charles Oliveira is. He probably feels like he's the baddest man on earth. Oh, God, yeah. He was uh, on cloud nine, right? Oh, uh, it was called uh, yeah. Michael Chandler. He said, like, he wasn't really upset about it. Like, yeah, he was going to be upset because he lost at the belt <laughs> and everything. But he's like he had like so much respect towards the the guy he lost to, and he's like he deserves it. Yeah. And he's like I'm just like he's been here for a long time. He's made a, like a name for himself. Did already. they ask him what was next? Uh, yeah. He he said he's just gonna work and like he's gonna try to get a, like another fight with. He the, gave the work and see what helps comes yeah, up he next. Says, he says okay. go, <laughs> he says he's gonna go put the work in, and hopefully he faces him again. He and gave us the I lost speech. We got it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's nice that he uh, that he took that in a um, uh, positive light, positive way, and <laughs> is just going to move forward. But I mean, that's pretty just like typical. Like, yeah. that's, that's basically by the script. You, you just got um, knocked out by the guy that has the most finishes in UFC history. This is true. Well, hey, that's the true. most submissions. There's uh, there's no shame there. <laughs> that's uh, that's one yeah. bad man. I was watching some yeah. highlights, and it's like every time he moved. He wanted to put him into a submission. Well, Charles Oliveira, his last several fights have been great. So um, uh, I think since he might have, mm, I'm not sure. I don't want to say that because I'm not sure if that's correct. But um, yeah, his, I've seen his last probably three fights, and he's been dominant. So uh, he definitely deserves it. The um, submission he put him in was brutal, and uh, um, yeah. So I mean, it was a good fight. I mean, the second round was a little soon, but still, I thought it was a really good fight. Michael Chandler has done great since he's been in the U.S. Michael Chandler almost beat him at one point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He, I don't he, uh, that. It was in the first round. He, like, stunned him in the first round. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Michael Chandler, his last fight, he knocked, uh, don't even recall who he fought, but he knocked, was it? He might have fought. Does he, I keep on feeling like everybody fought Tony Ferguson and beat him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, poor Tony. Dang. No, but um, uh. I don't remember who he fought last, but I know he had a, he had a good fight. He ended up winning this fight. So, uh, either way, I kept saying um, he had like his, uh, his hand was like Thanos. Like who? Uh, like like he like it was Thanos with his hand. Charles Oliveira? Uh No, Michael Chandler. I didn't see that last night, but okay. Oh uh, no. Um, all right. <laughs> that so that was not there. <laughs> Here, let's. Uh, took the glove off. Let's go, let's go ahead and move on with uh, 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 Canelo. We wanted to touch on real quick. We don't have to spend too much time on that. Um, just the guy that he fought, uh, Billy something Saunders. Oh, uh, uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Yes, Billy Joe Saunders. Um, he busted his whole eye socket and caved it in. So, um, yeah, that one, was wicked. One, Ow. one thing I did want to mention, I think this is probably a no-brainer, um, and nobody – Talks about it probably because it is probably a no-brainer at this point. Um, but Canelo fought Floyd Mayweather, and I believe still to this day, is, the only person that's beaten Canelo was Floyd Mayweather. 
And it was uh, towards the beginning of his career. And he was undefeated at the time, obviously, since that's the only person that's beat him. So I just wonder, um, like I said, it's probably an unfair question because now Floyd Mayweather's a little older. Right, right. um, I just wonder, you know, How would it go now? Yeah, how would it go now? Because now he's caving dudes' eye sockets in. You know what I mean? So um, that's a little bit different than what he was doing back in the day. No, he put a hurting on that man. He put a hurting on that man bad. Man, that dude will never see please. another eye again. Well, we don't need, yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, we don't need to spend too much time on it, but I did want to introduce, you know, we, we were spending a lot of time talking about Floyd Mayweather versus Jake Paul, which we can get into real quick, um, and him fighting Conor McGregor and so on and so forth. Um, I just wonder, it, but the time has probably passed. How old is Floyd Mayweather? Do we know? He's in his 50s. No, I don't, oh yeah, man. If he's in his 50s, I'd be shocked. No, 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 no. Dag on here. Let me just look it up, fellas. Let me look it up. All right, but um, but yeah, I just I was just reading about it earlier, and it literally even talked about his age. Yeah. So I mean, and now I wonder if I mean, Flea Mayweather is such a you know slick, uh, I guess smart businessman is really forty four. That's what 44. I thought. Forty four. Yeah, smart businessman that you get in there as early as you can before uh, Canelo does have the uh, talent and you start to decline to the point where you, you can't beat him. So, I guess I can't really knock him on that. Why give him the rematch at this point? No, you'd be yeah. risking too much. Now, I don't want to get my <laughs> brain blown in. My you had your chance. Yeah, no, you That's lost. kind of the way you got to look at that because yeah. you get to a point where you got to. No, for sure. Yeah, as for a forty four sure. year old man, you probably don't need to get inside the boxing ring and fight. Uh, Somebody like that that yeah. season has that kind of. He's at the top of his oh game. God, yeah, yeah, go fight Logan Paul and Jake Paul, bro. Yeah, which is oh, which, by the way, is silly. The whole uh, got your hat uh, thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I I salute um, because like he's selling that, he's selling shirts, selling hats, got your hats. Um, so I appreciate. Dude, got a tattoo. I appreciate. He's and salute. that much of a dirtbag. I appreciate and salute the bit on to music. Uh, the first album we wanted to touch on, do a quick review of. Uh, is Kodak Black. By the way, I just want to point out, <laughs> this is the first album that we're reviewing on our channel ever. So this is all respect, by the way, to Lil Kodak, the finesse kid. Yeah. Y'all don't see, I don't even know how much there. See, for me, for me, I have a special place in my heart for Kodak. So um, I'm interested to have this conversation conversation with you guys see how you felt about the album the album that we're reviewing here is a Haitian boy Kodak uh on the album cover I love the album cover by the way did you guys see the album cover yes he has the red suit on yes yes very yes. very Haitian I love it I love it <laughs> uh, like I said we're Dolphins fans so you already know where we're at and that means you know we grew up around a lot of Haitians and uh a lot of those so we um so yeah I love the whole vibe that he's going with with the uh uh Haitian vibe. Um, I will say, do you want me to lead this conversation, or do you guys want to? You can lead your man yeah, yeah. Kodak, yeah. Okay, well, no, I'm going to be honest. This is not my favorite album of his. Um, his last album, Bill Israel, I love that album. Uh, I liked it more than this album, for sure. I mean, but like I said, I felt like that was a really, really, really great album. Uh, Picture painting, love that. Uh, just, yeah, there's a million. I'm not a but there's a lot of uh, Kodak albums that I love. Um, this is not it for me, 100%. There's, uh, there's some songs on here that I really like, like uh, Basement on Fire, awesome, love that song. That song's going to go in my playlist 100%. That's just, it, it hits. It's everything that you're looking with Kodak. He's hitting on some, uh, uh, some deep, dark themes, um, some like maybe like interesting um, 
psychological point of views, you know what I mean? He, he, he touches on uh, gangster rap in an interesting, like I said, kind of psych psychological way. And um, uh, in him rapping Florida, I, honestly, he just it's a little bit extra. I'm a little bit of a homer in that situation. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so with this album, I would probably give it a 7 out of 10 or so. Um, didn't love it. Still liked it more than I like most albums out here, I'm going to be honest. Um, like I said, Basement on Fire specifically was awesome. Oracle, um, that's the one where he goes kind of like acapella and he's speaking yeah, yeah, Creole. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That one, I, I'm a little on that, but maybe that's not 100% for me and that's fine. You know what I mean? I would love for Kodak to explain to me exactly everything that's going on in that song. And then maybe he could he could take it there for me. But <laughs> okay. for me, okay. I probably missed it. Um, right. Let me see. What else off the top of my head? You guys, well, you guys go ahead and jump in. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to go track No, no, track. no. Yeah, no. And, and, and I didn't want to cut you off and everything because, yeah. look, look here. I, let, let's be honest. This is my first Kodak Black album. Fish Out of Water. I, I did listen to another song, another track of his that you, you let me listen to. Remember the times. I really liked the song. I really yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. That uh, has a nice like bounce. Flow. So that's on the uh, Bill Israel album, by the way. But check this out. <coughs> probably should have chose knowing me. You probably should have chose a different album to start me out because check this out. I, well, it's I, just what happened. Well, I write, it's the I time wrote that happened. Here. And here's here's the okay, thing. Here's ahead. the thing that hit me right off the bat. Check this out. Sure. Lines like "Puss is sour." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, don't no, suck ahead. my blank too fast, like a motor mouth. I mean, for the love of God, man, this is the who first song. Who doesn't love that? This Speaking is the first first song. Kodak, who doesn't love a motor mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. This oh is my God, first. This is the first song oh. for the love of God. Oh, yeah, he raps about the truth. Okay. Yeah. He, takes it, he takes it personal. Okay. Well, okay. He's going to steal your okay. bike. He's okay. not afraid to take it there. That's he's going to okay. steal your bike. But no, he, okay. Z looks Jamaican. <laughs> Pretty sure he's calling somebody's brother. No. Yeah, no. man. What you, oh. I'm not sure what you're thinking. Yeah, that. Yeah, he's calling okay. somebody's brother that, and right, then well, he let's... says, "And okay. he peed in her." What did he pee in? I don't remember this specific. Oh my god, this is Hold my on, problem. Did you write it down or not? I'm confused what you're looking <laughs> I at. I wrote it down. But you like it's no? It, I didn't get what he, what 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 he peed in. I'm like, I didn't get that part. I didn't understand. Oh, it. you couldn't. You didn't get it. Like yeah, you couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then now, basement on fire. It's fire. Uh, cutthroat chameleon. That was a cool line in it. That was good. That was good. I like that. See, I probably missed that. I, I like, like that, that song. I like that. I'm not so familiar with it that I, I remember specifically that line. Mm. Probably if I was listening to it, it would come to mind. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, for me, out of every song on there, and I'll wrap it up real quick because this is my first time. Well, no, no. no and and, and how do you feel about anyways. it? How do you? Yeah. Let's, but hold on. Yeah. My, my, I think for me, the A song uh, that he has on there, uh, Don't Leave Me. Okay. That one for me, that one had, I like the flow of that song. Was it personal for you? Uh, not so much personal. I just liked the flow. The flow okay. was nice for me. Uh, yeah. uh, I thought it had a good flow. But, okay. but yeah, no. At, at the end of the day, I mean, I thought it was, you know, like I said, the first song hit me, and I'm like, wow, this is why I've never really been into the hip-hop world because just going into this is just this, this, and that. And it's like, come on, man. Let's make some, <laughs> it's, hard, yeah. it's hard to feel it. Let's make love. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it's like, I mean, if you listen to the songs I listen to and have listened to for all these years over and over again, it's definitely all about, you know, just being cool, chilling, loving each other. And, and I can get now okay. I can get behind any song, though, that has that good flow. That's why I like that song. I admit I like that song. That other song you played me, I really Remember the like, times. I was like, man, that sounded good. 
Yeah. And and let's face it. Well, dude, but hold on. So okay, but in that song, and now you said you like that song, okay. so that's fine. Um, so then maybe this is why you like that song. But it's like um, that's not just talking about whatever. It might be talking about those things within um, a song that's about a bigger theme than just you know the people that he might be killing in it or like whatever yeah, yeah. drugs he might be selling. I can get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one thing with Kodak. On, on the surface level, I think you might take him um, as he's uh, not really talking about anything or whatever. Um, but I think you'd be missing the point if you did that. So um, I definitely, he's a musician in my, an artist in my opinion. And, um, and which I mean, don't get me wrong to your credit. You're not saying that's not the case. Um, no, no, but no, I would just say, give him, means. give him a little bit more of a, uh, a chance. This one I would say is probably not probably accessible would be the word. So if you're not already a fan of his, if you're listening to this, you might, he might not already have an, uh, enough credit with you, you know what I mean? Where you've heard so much great yeah, music yeah, from yeah. him, where you're like, okay, I can kind of see the vision here because of what I've gotten from him before. So in your case, you're coming at it from a blank slate, and you're like, uh, okay, I like this, I guess. This is kind of cool, but I'm kind of overall... I mean, don't let me put words in your mouth. You're just, no. not, you're just not sure. No, like, no. It, you, yeah. you see that there's potential there, but you're, but you're not hearing it. You just, like, you're wanting to hear it. Did potential. you have any more lines? You said Z. You left nah, off on Z. Look, Jamaican. Nah, 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 that was that was the last ones that I really pointed okay. anything else out on, man. Other than that, I just kind of took it for what it was and, and went yeah. with it. Those were just ones that stuck out with me. And <laughs> yeah, the first one was uh, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wilding with it there. <laughs> yeah, you it went was, in. It was all right, man. But but yeah. at the end of the day, like I said, I'm not trying to take anything away from the man. Yeah, I'm sure. sure he worked his butt off to get where he is. No doubt about yeah, that, man. You can't Mad come respect to, us to anybody you doing that, dude. COVID vaccine. And <laughs> yeah, no, he has some lines in there. That's one thing I that will was say. Funny. We went yeah. back and listened to it yeah. a few times, like just Damn, sitting I here, that one. At, at, uh, sitting here for the podcast. Um, we've played a few of those songs and a few of some of the other songs that we're gonna um, albums that we're gonna uh, review. And every time we listen to one of the songs, we a new line sticks out where we're like, "Oh, that's awesome!" or "That's just funny!" and that's. Uh, yeah, one line where he says, you oh. can't come to his house without a COVID vaccine. Put uh, your mongooses up, baby. Oh, yeah, Put one line up. where he says he steals bikes. <laughs> and then we're sitting here. Oh, I'm not going to lie. It happened. True it story. Happened. Look, Where did my bike go? Yeah. We're not saying it was Kodak. <laughs> no, no, water under the bridge. Water under the bridge for us, man. Look, oh. hey, at the end of the day, um, you know Just what I mean? let me know how, yeah. how it turned out. Was it a good bike? Yeah, <laughs> no, hey, I hope it found a good home. Um, so, yeah, no, okay, so go ahead and real quick, just wrap that up. Um, what would you give it as a rating? Just once again, to kind of scale. Um, people usually like that to get an idea, like, okay, I like it as, what did I say, like a seven? Yeah. Uh, that's about it for me. I'd okay. say probably around a seven. And keep in mind, people, I openly admit that this is literally my first album uh, of his really listening to. Or album review, period. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, but for me... Uh, he hit me hard with some of that stuff, making me feel like this is why I don't listen to it. Yeah. Uh, so I got, I'm sitting at, whew, there was a couple lines I liked though. And then listening again today with them, a couple lines, we've, we've popped out of them. So we might was, revisit it. Maybe God, it man, might I'm go gonna up. give it five. Five's decent. I'm I going th- five. I, I'm th- going five out of yeah. total respect. And for the simple fact yeah. that when I listened to it last night, to be honest with you folks, it was late and listening to it today, the mongoose thing and that being jumped a true out. story, that, a- <laughs> that, that jumps out at me now. That jumps yeah, out at that, me. No, and I didn't even oh, notice that, to that be honest with you. That jumps out at me. I, so. well, and to be clear, when I woke up today as well, my, how I felt about it after listening to it, 
uh, whenever I listened to it, because I think I heard it before you, but um, I was lower on the album than I am now. The more I've listened to it, the more I honestly do like it. So who knows? You okay. know, to be yeah. honest with you, no. it's like next week I might have a few of those songs that I'm like, uh, I'm com which by the way, I'm open to revisiting here on the podcast and being like, hey, actually I've, and I mean, we're not going to do like whole segments on it or anything, but just like touching up on it. Like, hey, hey. I'd listen to that a little bit further and actually, and also vice versa. Like, hey, I, that's that album that I listened to and I said was amazing. I haven't listened to it for like three weeks because it had no replay value. So either way, basically what I'm saying is I, I do have to give it that point that if you would have asked me last night, I might have said a five. Might have been like, ah, oh, you know, I don't oh. have like one or two songs I like. And keep in mind, keep in mind with saying that this is also a country boy that did not like Friends in Low Places when it first came out, yeah. and did not like Chicken Fried when it first came out. Exactly, exactly. Both went on yeah. to be two of the biggest of your jams. Of both of those, those and bands. And also your personal jams. And, and yeah, I mean, they're literally completely on my playlist now because I actually, once I really gave it the time to listen to it, yeah. and it was just, no, I, I love the song. It struck a chord at so, a certain point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at one point in time, it, it resonated with me and was like, yeah. get back in here. So, All right, cool. what did you give it? What, I'm going to rate it like a 5.5, 5, 6. Because, like, the more I am listening to Price it. Price is right. Yep, not sure. Low ball, low, lower score wins. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but it's, like, more I listen to it, more I'm, more you hear, like, the, the random things, like, getting the uh, COVID vaccine. Yeah, that was that uh, was awesome. No, no, it was. Yeah. Put up your mongooses and everything. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it makes, it, you, you sit back and laugh. You sit back and laugh. No, he did like, his, You're, like, yeah. this is the funny part. No, there's some, like, there's some detail in there that we really liked. Um, here, so let's go ahead and jump into the next album, uh, which is actually going to be Conway the Machine. Um, and um, that is something I'm going to say was really, this is an older album, obviously, but it is something we wanted to come back around to. Uh, this is probably the first album we had you listen to for the pod yes. podcast. Yes, actually. yes, it was. Yeah, because it was uh, something I was really excited about when it dropped. And uh, he's one of my favorite um, artist currently. Okay. Um, so it was a good album. I like. I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, honestly, I kind of feel a little bit of the same way about that album as I do the Kodak album, where I like him a lot. It's not one of my favorite albums from him. I actually um, prefer from a God to a King that came out. I think at the end of last year, maybe earlier this year. I'm not sure, but. Um, but you can't be mad at that. I mean, not everything's going to be literally the, like, that was, that might have been my favorite album whenever it came out. Um, so this I still really liked. So um, Bruiser Brody at the beginning, I really like that song. Um, the back-to-back -back MVP caliber seasons like Pat Mahomes. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, he just has That's quotables that are stupid. And um, uh, 6.30 tip-off, great. Um, just a lot of cool basketball references, um, which he's consistent with, and uh, just cool, interesting uh, angles that he goes at, really cool flows, and just he's um, top flight. Just got top flight. I'm going to let you guys get into it because I can go. I liked that it was, there was a lot of realism in the music. And yeah. the songs, there was a lot. Like Bruiser Brody, you talked about, that literally talks about squashing his beef with his brother. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of... Excuse me. Thank you. Yeah, God bless you, man. Thank you. Give me one second. I'm having somebody hit me up here. No, no COVID vaccines. Excuse man. me. Uh, uh, so anyways, <laughs> we have that aspect of it right there, right off the bat. And then in Grace, yeah, the 2012 shooting left him with cerebral palsy. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
That's, I mean, that's what that is. Okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then you got Blood Roses. That's a good one. He's telling everybody that he's reinventing himself in that one. Yeah. I, that's what. I, th now, these are things that I'm getting from this, too, though. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, okay. So, and then... That song actually has... The person featured on that is his uh, artist on his new label, which is something that he's been really big promoting. And he mentions mentions in, in this album, I'm not sure what song, but uh, that's one of the beef things where he says, uh, um, basically, like, something along the lines of, like, I start drum work, which is the album. Right, right, label. okay. Uh, and people think it's beef with my brother. Uh, how come every time we eat, we're supposed to eat with each other? Something along those lines. So... Um, so fire. Yeah, no, fire. It's fire. Yeah, fire. So 100%, this is a, it's a really good album by uh, most people's standards, a great album. Uh, he has actually a debut album. He's had a bunch of like albums and stuff, uh, but he has like a, uh, he signed to Shady or was signed to Eminem. Okay. Uh, his record label. And um, he uh, has a album that he's already finished that he's waiting to drop there for whatever reason, I guess, to the right time, until um, he has the right momentum or whatever. Uh, I'm really excited to hear that because he just constantly hits it out of the park. This, to me, like I said, isn't quite to the quality of uh, From God to a King but, okay. or From King to a God. Um, but, you know, still, like I said, really solid. I would give this album like a 8.5. Okay, and again, these are this again. This is the first time. Now, I didn't hear any of other any other music from Conway the Machine. Well, you you have you've heard well, it, like, sure, you but know, didn't around. maybe know what it was or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so this was really my biggest first. But for me, uh, you wanted to know which one was my favorite one, and it's Scatterbrain. That's surprising to me. Why? Yeah, why you don't? No, it just wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. It, you don't think well, about why it might pop out to me. I you know, and I, I honestly couldn't remember, recall clearly enough to be able to. Ludacris is in it, man. Oh, it's yeah, got Ludacris. Ludacris in it, man. Come on. Wow, he's I'm wild. From I there, gonna be man. I'm from there, man. I thought it was going to be something else. No, he's like, okay, no, right. no. No, how long has it been since? Come on, Ludacris, come on. Fast and the Furious, man. We see dude, him all the time. Yes, yeah, you see I him love all that the time. dude, and I love him, man. He's driving. No, no he's whatever, awesome. man. No, I love the dude. Awesome. I love and the that, dude. And, I mean, that song's decent. That's it's not. It just wouldn't be one of my favorite. Actually, the other guy on that song, J.I.D., I really like him a lot. Okay. And he's really... He's a really great lyricist and stuff, so definitely check out his music as well. Um, but, yeah, either way. Um, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on, by the way? My favorite song of the album was uh, KD. Oh, yeah, no, that was a good one. Shooters, sh shooters Just, by KD. Yeah, don't come at me if you don't make more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's like, this is just what I want like, to let you know. Yeah. You I don't make, make the most. That's you what it is. He said, literally, if you don't make more money than me, you can't give me any advice and anything ever. Nope. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I'm just like KD. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't 100% feel that way, but I do get the sentiment. You know what I mean? The sentiment means something. I, I wouldn't say that's the best advice actually to take because um, you can learn lessons from the most unlikely places but um i do get the sentiment of like sometimes people giving you advice and you're like how are you giving me this advice you know what i mean so he's just trying to get that point across and he's being cocky and braggadocious and trying to prove a point and like be really confident but that's one of the beautiful things that song. that's one of the beautiful things about hip-hop as we take this uh journey with this music with you and i'm introducing you to stuff like that uh, that's one of the things i'd like you to kind of think about and take from it um, and that I take, I get from it is that kind of like now his brother's West Side Gun, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, but in, so is but is the, is that sort of like one of that's one of the positives, as I would say, like just confidence and um, that's a lot of what's being put forth, I think, in his music is you know that he's I, done a lot with nothing. At the end of the day, I really liked it. Uh, 
when I listen to it, uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going. Ah, man, geez. First one I listen to, I'm going to give. I'm going to give them an eight. Eight. Okay. I'm going to give it That's an eight solid. just because, like I said, I liked it. I liked how some of the topics were. Yeah. Uh, and I actually went and read some of the stuff about. Uh, about Griselda, uh, yeah. him and Benny Educate the Butcher. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. I wanted because I was like, man, I need to kind of. It ain't going to do me any good to talk about these people if I know nothing about these people. No, and who for sure. Associated with, and so. you have some more research to continue yeah. to do because oh, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna continue yeah. to talk about these 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 guys because I really and like, I know nothing about these people I, exactly. except these yeah. these things that I'm learning right now yeah. uh, with you guys. Yeah, so, so that's it's it's, so that it's was, fun. So one, yeah. be be patient with us because that's going to be interesting to honestly do that. I'm going to enjoy. Oh yeah, us God, doing be that. patient. With and you get and, and you <laughs> and you getting like more and more well versed or getting more invested in these people. Maybe maybe you end up at some point considering yourself uh, uh, Conway uh, fan. We'll see. I don't know Follow. or supporter. We'll say. And we don't mean Twitty. We're not talking about Twitty in this situation. It'll be the other one. But yeah, no. Oh, that was another line when he said um, um, when he said something about um, something about that he hasn't even reached his prime. He said, "This is the machine redesigned." Oh my God, that was crazy. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so either way, um, all right. So are you guys ready to move on to the next thing? What do you got? You didn't give. Oh us yeah, a that's grade. right. My bad. Yeah, keep, hold, um, hold me accountable. Yes, I'm like, yes. someone give oh like God, a, you don't even eight, get a chance. Eight. Eight. I liked it. That's fair. It was my first like full album. Uh, truly, like I like I knew it was him. And I was. You know what? To hey, it. can we do a retro review of uh, From King to a God? Maybe next week. <laughs> I, well, because in my opinion, I think that album's better. Like, and I think that album is. If it's an eight, then if this album's an eight. Then that album's like a nine point five. It's hard for me to say ten, but it would almost be there for me. Like, I really, really love that album. Um, it's up there. So well, we can yeah, write it down, man. Write yeah, just as an interesting thing. We'll, well I mean, honestly, it. hey, you guys, anybody that watches this, please throw out suggestions. We're open to talking about anything, yeah, getting yeah, out of our not just the getting like out of button. my comfort zone as well. Like it's not just yep. my thing. So just more um, than liking us, hundred percent. Yeah, be a part of the show. Yes. Be a part of the show with us, please. Be part of the show. Um, Love to interact with anybody. Let yeah, no, talk for to sure. Um, but so for this next topic, we did want to bring somebody in. Are we ready to? I think we're ready. Okay, I think we're cool. ready. Give me one second. You guys go ahead and. I mean, if you want to entertain, if you want to talk about uh, the Conway thing, did you you gave it the eight? Is there uh, any other thing that you wanted to expound on? Uh, not really. Like I, like I listened to his album a couple times while I was working. It was just like when I was listening to his album, I just worked better. Like, I don't know what it was. <laughs> you were a machine. He worked better under his. Okay, okay. Like, all right. I was, I, was, I was getting things done. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, all right. No so, problem. I'll take the time to shamelessly plug the Smooth Recoil gaming channel, though. Come see me over at Smooth Recoil. Hit them likes. Hit them shares. Make sure you see my man, Vulgar Assassin. I play with him, too. Yes, and it looks like we got somebody on the line. Who did we get? Did we call that dude Kevo? Kevo. How we feeling? How we feeling? Good. How are you about yourself? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. What you got going? Hey, how's the sound sound on your end? Let me know. You sound great, man. I, I hear you fine. Thanks for answering that phone, man. Thanks for answering that phone. Yeah, and you sound great. Of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> so uh, the first thing we wanted to kind of touch on while we got Kevo on the phone is, of course, I had to slide in some basketball on here. He has no idea, but do you have any opinion on the J. Cole uh, <laughs> basketball debut? How do you feel about that? Hilarious. My brother, oh. my, my brother's playing in the homeland. He's playing in Africa. How do you feel about that, Kev? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you it like this. I skipped basketball last week, last Sunday, and I went out this Sunday. There was a whole bunch of new people I'd never seen before. First thing this guy says to me, he says, 
says his name's Julius. I'm like, okay, cool, Julius, all that stuff. He said, hey, he didn't even mention the album. He said, you see J. Cole playing for the, um, for Africa? Playing <laughs> like, for Africa. I love that. Yeah. Hey. It had me thinking, had me thinking. I was just like, damn, what's bigger? I was like, the basketball or the album? I mean, he had people waiting for a while, but I mean, this is kind of a big deal. Hey, man, honestly, he's, uh, uh, he's, He's the real dream, dream chaser. I mean, honestly, he never gave that that uh, that dream up. Like he went and succeeded in other dreams, came back around and got that. Went back to the first dream. You know what I mean? And went to Africa with it and plays for the. Check, by the way, plays check. for the Africa. I don't know what country it is. I wish I. Do you know? It's okay if you don't. Mm-mm, I don't know. Off Dang. top. I do no, not know. But the team's the Patriots. I know they're the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. So that's, <laughs> what the hell? I did see that. I did see that. I did see that. Oh, my boy's lit with it. Oh. I love it. The color um, red. Yeah. No. Wild stuff. Yeah, it was beautiful. Wait so. a minute. Did we not just make enough money where we went and bought ourselves onto a team here? Let me know how he's playing. Because, hey, first of all, I'm going to oh, say right actually, now, yeah. right now, I love the album. I'm putting that out there right oh, hey, now. No, no, no. Hold on. No, hey, hold hey, on. Hey, I got to say, no, I put it, album, put it, hold on before I come <laughs> at him with this basketball. No, you got to put I'm it back in the holster, man. You're, you're acting crazy with it right now. I'm worried. You're like, I'm worried you're, that he, I'm you're worried like Cheddar Bob. Did he buy his spot? Did he buy his spot on the team? Come this on man, This man's like Cheddar Bob. He's crazy. Oh. Listen, hey, listen. Stop firing from the hip, okay? And we got to stay on top. One thing I wanted to ask Kevo before, because you mentioned that you played basketball, so I did want to say I'm going off top, so. So I might be slightly wrong, but J. Cole's debut, his uh, stat line was like, I think it was four points, like two rebounds and like three assists, or it might be flip-flopped on the assist. How do you feel about that? That's solid. That's solid. All right. Solid contribution. Solid. (laughs) Solid. Now, now what was your uh, contribution today? Just give me kind of like a roundabout, your best game. (laughs) Okay. 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 So for today, I made, I literally, I played one game. Yeah, you know I get tired so fast. I play too much. <laughs> I played one game. I had like two points. I had zero blocks. These guys are they're, they're up and down the court. I couldn't oh, play with man. these guys. They had too much energy. But I had one monumental play. It was okay. Let's hear about it. It was like movie worthy. Oh my god! Okay. Slow motion. I was a big man. The big man lugging myself. I, I caught a ball. I'm looking at my team. I was like, oh, it's about to be a fast break moment. But nobody was running. I was just like, it's only me versus these guys now. <laughs> these guys are young. They got some energy on them, too. So I probably see I'm, I'm spacing out the floor in my head. Everything was a puzzle in my head. I was just like, all right. I was like, I'm not that great of a dribbler, but I'm going to take these long-ass strides right now. I was just like, <laughs> about the free throw line, I'm about to hold the ball two hands. I'm about to control this shit. I went up for the pump fake. <laughs> I'm talking about by the time I got there, I was so tired. I went for the pump fake. I seen somebody jump up behind me. He missed. I felt great. I put it up, missed it. I cut it on the other side, and I put it back up. Okay. And that was that was my contribution okay. of the day. That was right. my biggest contribution. Uh, All right. Well, look. I'm so tired hey, when I there. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not what I expected. Um, and now I'm starting to realize a little bit of a, a pattern in our friendship is that whenever I ask you about how like a game went, you don't usually tell me about a stat line. You'll tell me about a moment in the game. So I'm starting to. I'm gonna have to expose you. Kevo, uh, like, respect, Kevo, respect, Kevo. Hey, hey. respect. Big baby, big baby. You know, you know, I live for my moment. That's, no, that's, that's true. what it's about. Life is only that's a series of moments. That's the, that's the thing. They're all that matter. Hey, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> as long as you have moments per game, that means you are consistent. You see, there's going to yeah. be a Kevin moment in yeah. every game. You that's know what fair. I'm saying? So that's what counts. So that's what I'm I saying. Like that. That's a solid. That's a solid 
that line for him as long as he could do it again. Yeah, and, and a, we could expect that out of him. And it's a memory. You like it's hard to remember. You'll forget the stat line after like three hours. At least you might remember the block. Back, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Well, I got to tell you guys, I got to be completely honest because I already gave a name. I said Julius was out there playing. Julius <laughs> packed me today. Oh, man. Okay, uh, well, that's good. Let, tell Julius. I haven't got packed, I haven't got packed in, 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 in forever, though. So, yes, Julius packed me today. But Julius, he had a lot of energy respect, and he respect. could jump high. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He packed me. He packed me. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, okay. honestly, the energy, that's, that's 90% of anything, man. If you could bring the energy to it, I mean. It's all a mind game. It's all a mind game. <laughs> But I mean, hey, it looks like you, it sounds like you you had your moment. It would be sad if you went out there and you didn't have a moment. So and he had his moment. At least you had your moment. And then Julius obviously had his too. So yeah. Um, so here, hey, I wanted to move on and I wanted to talk to you about the J. Cole album. And our uh, guys here also listen to the album and they have some opinions on it. Um, so I wanted to kind of go around the table and uh, yeah, just get everybody's opinion. Um, Smooth, you want to go ahead and start that first? And Kevo, we'll we'll come to you last since you're the guest. We want to get your opinion. I really want you to sit and think Most about definitely. it. Definitely, I I want to know what you guys are thinking. Okay, beautiful. All right, all right. Look here, look here. <laughs> the dude tells you right off the bat in his first song, "95 South." Right? He's like he's doubling down, betting Ooh. on himself. All okay. right, right doubling off the bat. down, betting on himself. Right on his right. He's telling you <laughs> yeah. right now. So he's already keeping it real. He all is. Right? No, he look, I'm going to go down real. a list here, guys, because I listen to this. I I'm not going to lie. I listened to this fucking album twice. <laughs> Twice. Okay, that's not a crazy number. I won't let you no, know. No, no, Before you say no, twice and you no, jump out the window, no, like, no, no, <laughs> like no, he had crazy commitment. Guys, you're, you're not getting it. This this was 4.58 in the morning when I started this album. <laughs> okay, all right. That's impressive. Okay. That's impressive. 4.58 uh, in the morning when I started this. I had already listened to Kodak Black that it disappointed me. I'm sorry, Kodak. A little bit. We went over that. Just okay, a bit, just though. a little bit. So we get into Amari. All right? Yeah. Standing next to the oven for heat. Facts. Damn. All right. Damn. I'm like that boy Ouch. cold. Yeah. That I'm boy like, cold. I'm like I've felt that bitter <laughs> cold before. Okay. Yeah. No. For okay? sure. Okay. For sure. He made it out, so he should be. A, it should stand for something. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it for should. Sure. Anytime yeah. that we exceed in anything in life, I don't care what it is. I don't. Oh, it yeah. doesn't matter. It should be noted. It's something that you've done. Yeah. Respect mm -hmm. yourself, love no, like yourself. That. It's yeah, all about that. it, man. Yeah, all right, third song, mm -hmm. Life. Okay. Again, all about the struggle. Okay. Yeah, he, that, that was a Simply that song was all about that. Yeah. All right. Four, Applying. Applying. Okay, you don't have full titles. I'm I don't have the that. full title. I know that for sure. <laughs> and it's okay because you guys... You guys I realized that after you had so one hard. word on every... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he has guys, guys, these are notes okay. of an no. older man here. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so applying pressure. Yeah, go Okay. Ahead. Uh, you that's know, funny. speaking the truth about it, you know, and we're going through. And, and honestly, I thought this was going to be my favorite, my favorite song in the album. Yeah. When I first started listening to this song, I, this song I actually listened to three times because I listened to it the first time, played it back again and listened to it. Because it was like, you know, money ain't everything. And anybody who knows me knows that money, I, guys, I get it. We need money to pay our bills, support our families. Yeah, sure. Let's not be stupid about the matter. But money is not everything. Family, love, Facts, that, yeah. that, that, that is everything, man. It if you take really away, is. You know, and don't hate on rich people because you're not rich. You know, go try and be rich. If that's, if that's your that's thing, go you try want. and be rich. It is what it is. Okay. You know what I mean? Fifth song, Punching. Okay. My God, he literally doesn't yeah. have full title. No, I don't have the full title. Deal with it. Come on, guys. Check like, this out. Those six why songs. Why are we going on your list? 100 million. 
Okay, that's, that's a full title. That's a full title. Actually, okay. actually, I think it's actually 100 mil, to be honest with you. So you actually have more than the full title. See? So that's See? That's uh, okay. <laughs> Nonstop grind. It's just about grinding. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep on going. Keep yeah, on no, going. for sure. Keep pushing through. Yeah. Seventh song, Pride, I was really looking forward to. After listening to the other songs, I'm like, this Pride. is going to be the one I'm going to get down with. <laughs> and did you like it? Yes. Okay. I did. What'd you like about it? It was funny because it almost made me feel like the song was literally written for don't laugh and don't come at me and tell me not to change the damn subject, but it almost sounded like it was written for Joe Budden and his podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm I sorry. He was about to I say. literally wrote this in here. This was my, this was it, dude. It was like, Stop that was that. it. Okay. All I'm right. sorry. So what's next? Okay. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> okay. That's not how podcasts go, man. Come on, what? No, that's not <laughs> how podcasts go. What we're supposed to get to that. He's not supposed to say it in the middle. It like, doesn't matter. Now he's thinking that's about titles instead of what we're talking for. Because now you know you got to stick around to hear our <laughs> thoughts on that now. Come yeah, on now. No, for sure. The A song, Let Go. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. That's Let Go My Hands, I think. Okay. Okay. Ninth song, Interlude. That song was awesome. That song was good. I like the flow of the song. Yeah. That's really all I got to say about the song. I really like the song. Uh, You're not really going into these songs as much as I thought you would. Climb back. Ah, <laughs> uh, I wasn't feeling that from the jump. I didn't really feel the whole okay. album. Right? Oh, okay. What? Oh, you suck, dude. You don't know what music is. Well, that's, see, no, that's clear. Hey, You're young. No, it's why don't you get into that? Why don't you get into that real quick, and then you can kind of respond. Do you have anything else to go over? Like, a, do you have like one more song or something? Because it wasn't that long. Yeah, I got literally the eleventh song. The words were okay, but the flow, it just it. What's the eleventh song for me? Uh. The twelfth song was "Hunger on Hillside." Yeah, that that's what that was the song. That's the song you love. That ended up being the song. Yeah, that touched you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money no. might was fade, but respect don't. <laughs> hey, respect. respect. I'm not going to say it. Okay. We'll get into that yeah, in a little don't, bit. Please. Okay, all and right. don't say that right. even later. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I don't speak the language of a coward. Oh, hold some of these, okay? What? You, no, because you some, wanted it. Well, no, because some of these you could respond to to uh, our man over here, okay. and then also I want to involve Kevo on the phone, and we can make it a discussion, and you can make some of these points, which okay. are valid. Uh, so I mean, yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, go ahead and take it away. Uh, I don't I never got what the beats like for what he was saying. Like that, the beat needed to be different. Yeah. Like you're hitting like you're hitting facts and everything, but you don't have the right beat behind it. Like yeah. You're saying the beat was trash. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't feel the music. I I walked through the, the flames like Teflon. <laughs> are you? <laughs> come, come on! The words that are was, fire. What else does he have to say? The words oh, are fire. Oh, oh man, that's funny. Oh. Yeah. The words are fire. The man's literally no saying beat. he is the Teflon Don. Yeah, give me a break. Okay, all right. Hey, the, the beat behind the words. Okay. Yeah, okay. just lost you. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, that's your opinion. I'm too caught up on trying to get along with the beat. Suck up the pain the and stay strong. Was there? Was there? I feel it every day. It's just one song. I love it. Was it's there? Just one song. I was gave it? you fucking twelve songs. All right, hey, is there any songs that you liked? Uh, I don't really remember all their names and can't put them all together. So I'll say no. <laughs> Wow, wow, you well, disrespected stick to basketball, it that bad. Bro. No, stick mm. to basketball. It's so funny because mm. he's a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> stick like to basketball, basketball now. All right, so yeah. Uh, you're saying basically scoring four points, two rebounds, and two assists is better than... <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, okay, so from my perspective, I'll say... 
I'll say um, I really like the album. Actually, I'm Thank not. You. I'm not a huge J Cole fan. As far as like I, some people are, uh, like think he's one of the best artists, um, uh, best rapper specifically. Um, and I usually um, kind of find his albums kind of boring. To be honest with you, I'll take like a song or so off of there. Um, on this album, I'd honestly disagree. I think he had, uh, the more I listen to this album, the more I like it. Kind of similar to the Kodak thing we were talking about. Um, I catch little things where I really appreciate. Um, on the song Interlude, one of the lines he says where he says, ambulance carrying away uh, your baby like surrogate mothers. Oh my God, that's a bar. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Again, the words yeah. are fire. Yeah, but no. That beat behind yeah, it. but that's different. That line is different. He's he was snapping with that. So he um uh I think the album was better than um better than his average album in his career, which is still really good, but um I really enjoyed it. I would probably give this one uh I said eight. So probably another eight. I would say it as good it was as good as Conway's album, in my opinion. Um, Give it for sure. The, the beats are a little off kilter, I'll say. You know, they're, um, they seem like they're a little experimental. One thing, this is, um, he has a, uh, some, this is one of the albums of his with the most guest producers. Um, usually he produces a lot on his albums and does a lot of in-house producing and stuff. So this, he had a lot of guest producers, and I think that showed. It was really diverse and interesting. It kind of reminded me of a less crazy version of... Uh, uh, Danny Brown's album that came out a couple years, which I don't remember. But either way, I want to get Kevo in here. I don't want to spend too much time on my opinion on it. I, I did really like it. Um, for J. Cole, I think it was better than, like I said, most of his albums. Perfect 10. In my opinion. Thank you, J. Cole. Perfect I 10. It. He snapped. Oh Five. my God, this guy is wild. <laughs> I appreciate the introduction hey, into some good hip hop. Right yeah. Oh, no, but he might not be listening right now, but he should be. And you need to get hired by him. Hey. Like, what? <laughs> Thank you for the introduction into hip hop, sir. No, was, I appreciate it. Yeah. Mainstream hip hop, here I come. Yeah, no. Oh, hey, it was. It, it, well, here, hey, Kevo, let's uh, let's let's get your opinion God, yeah, on, let's yeah. hear what Kevo had to say, though. Seriously. <laughs> All right. So, one thing I was waiting for, honestly, I didn't hear it. I, I thought one of you guys were going to say it. Yeah. It has to be official from the time that you hear Cameron on the beginning of your joint, oh, man. and you're not you're not even a member. Yeah, no, you're that's not even point. from Harlem. Yeah, no, he snapped. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and I thought I thought, yeah. I thought I thought Cameron was from from Carolina. What? Yeah, no, that's you know what I'm saying. For the time you get that love, you already know it's a stamp on it. No, 100. percent And honestly, when I listened to it, honestly, I was like, it's official, and, and there's there's no way Cameron would promote Gregory. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, blackness. yeah, yeah, no, he put this stamp on it. He definitely put this stamp on it. He said it was official. I listened. It was official. He didn't lie to me. I mean, if I if I heard uh, a garbage album and I heard Nas at the beginning of the interlude, I'd I'd be yeah. I'd be pretty hurt, honestly. I'd be like, what is he condoning right no, now? For but sure. No, yeah. most definitely, Fact. it's a good album, solid from the beginning to the end, in my opinion. Hey, if anybody's out there that wants to hear us talk about Cameron versus Nas, because he just put them in the same conversation, that would be interesting to listen to that. Mm. In my opinion, I would mm. be I would like to have that conversation, but um, I don't want to get too off topic. Um, okay, so was there any songs for you that jumped out specifically? Uh, one thing I do like with it is uh, I feel like, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to mention it, but uh, the NBA Youngboy thing. 
a lot mm. of people feel like that whole the reason why that didn't go down is because he didn't want to feel challenged by J. Cole. And I feel like you step on that track with J. Cole, then you got to do your best. Yeah. Otherwise, you look like a fool out there. And so I, I feel like you see some of your better 21 Savage on there. He even put Murray yeah. on there. Honestly, I thought that was a good look for the Carolinas. I was true, just true. like, damn, this guy is pretty new. And he put Murray on there. What song? But that was nice. There was a song. I can't remember the one exactly, but um, they got like a guy like yelling in the background and stuff. It had like kind of like a Petey Pablo vibe to it, which I thought was cool. And that was, was Lil John. Oh, yeah? Lil John was on that beat. That's oh, another wow. reason I thought that was official. Okay. Okay. And yeah. then, okay. So I'm going to tell you one thing that I, I did wish that did happen. Yeah. Minor, it wouldn't have been a big change, but honestly, I felt like it would have reached out to more people. Sure. All right. So he did the song with a uh, little baby. I think it was called uh, Pride of Kill Me or something. Something like that. I forget yeah. what it's called. Pride of the Devil. Something. <laughs> but that track right there, he was doing the singing on that. And then he turned back around, had a little baby in there. I mean, I see a lot of things on TV where uh, Lil Baby and Lil Dirk be kicking. Yeah. I'm just like, Dirk would have been a perfect person to True. sing that right there. Not yeah. that he was bad, but, you know, Dirk got a lot of pain in him, so no, that would have been, been a perfect for that. Yeah, no, for sure. That's perfect. a good call. That's a good call out. Yeah, no, no great album. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Uh, do you want? Would you mind giving it like kind of like a number, uh, one out of ten, just because we do that, so anybody that's watching, they can get an idea between the four of us or three of us, uh, you know, kind of like who liked it more, compare, you know, comparatively speaking. All right, I'm gonna be real. I listened to it a good one time through, okay. and then a couple times, a couple tracks that were yeah. listened to and over and over. So I say it like this. This number is subject to change, yeah. but just so I don't overshoot it, I'm going to give it a good 7.5 because okay, I think I like 8 that. is actually, 8 is a, a very high number yeah, yeah, when it sure. comes to judging albums. Now. Yeah, high mark for sure. So I think 7.5 is good. I, I could see that. So, okay. Um, well, here, I wanted to go ahead uh, and get you in on this uh, next topic that we have. If you have a, do you have a moment to hang on? Oh yeah, most of. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Um, so yeah, we wanted to kind of touch on the situation with the uh, uh, Joe Budden podcast. So uh, I don't. I'll actually kind of fill you in. So if any of our viewers uh, aren't a hundred percent on it, um, they uh, I'm kind of fill them in and all that. Give them the backstory. Um, so Joe Budden, the uh, Joe Budden podcast, the JBP Network, all that. They recently have broken up. Uh, they had their um, two co-hosts, Rory and Maul, stepped away for like six weeks. Um, they uh, Joe Budden had some people step in, did the show without them. They ended up coming back, had a what seemed like a resolution. Um, and then they ended up shutting it off again. Next thing you know, um, Joe Budden fires um, Rory publicly anyways on the podcast, which is on Patreon, um, and just basically says like, hey, if you feel like you got options here and you're entitled to something, uh, F out of here, you're crazy, da 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 this is not your thing. Um, and then Maul and Rory finally um, replied to that, and they basically said that um, they just wanted to see some accounting, um, that Joe Budden was very disrespectful, um, whenever they asked for accounting and, um, was, seemed like he was hiding things. A and very grim picture. Of definitely. Um, like for example, they say with the accounting, all that they did get after asking for a very long time was just, uh, like an email where in the body they wrote in some numbers yep. kind of thing. Uh, and they're like, that's kind of yeah. odd. Cause like usually, you know, there's like QuickBooks and stuff. So that kind of was odd to us, but they were basically like, but we didn't think it anything about it, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. 
we're friends. And, it's all yeah. yeah. So they we're are all like want to take care of each other. Exactly. And that's not how yeah. it works. In life. And they're saying well, they overlook some things because of the friendship, and then they were basically taken advantage of. Um, so uh, you already know DJ Academics too. Um, been going ham. Oh, uh, tore him up. Oh my God, disrespectful. Uh, and he's been going in. Uh, they didn't really address him directly because they're kind of like you know taking the position of being above that. Um, and just kind of like addressing him indirectly. Um, like some things that DJ Academic said, like as far as like them being or Maul being homeless and stuff. I don't know if you've seen that, but yeah, he said he didn't have a house. And Maul's like, like, who, you didn't find me off the street. I had a house. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Oh my God, dude. It was, they, yeah. you know, it, they paint this just grim picture of him just being this overbearing this is mine this is mine this is mine yeah and of course unwilling to talk about any financials basically. absolutely anytime it gets brought up they say that he's like just why are you even talking it, about that skirts it you ain't even um, guys, guys yeah. i hate to be off topic real quick i just want to shout out patreon for for getting all this content they're making so much money off oh my god for, for, laughing sure, right now. for sure laughing yeah you can barely see a rebuttal by joe unless you go on there and pay yeah for you got to go on there and he's linked with them somehow but um another thing that he that they're saying uh is well that joe was saying was like you know, i'm not giving them any of the money off of youtube um so like they're cluing them in other ways and saying that you got to go make your own youtube channel kind of thing and so on and so forth um they honestly said they agreed with that, and that they were. Well, and you've seen that they were yeah, pretty yeah. open to that, and they understood that um, to a certain extent. Um, but the whole complaint, honestly, to break it down in the simplest form from them, is that their contracts allegedly from them are based off of percentages because they're profit partners, according to them. They use that terminology. Yes, they don't um, work for Joe. They, they don't work for him. They're profit <laughs> yeah. partners. That was very important for them to say. Yes, um, and. Uh, they're saying in order for us to know how much we should be compensated, we have to know how much the business is making. And they were saying that he wasn't being open to that. Um, I guess, yeah. I would agree with that 100%. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what they're saying they need makes all the sense in the world. Sure, yeah, and not and, being given that would be frustrating. And again, make no mistake about it, people, we don't know anybody in the Joe Budden camp. We're no, not. we're not choosing sides. We're actually not on anybody's side. It sucks because I really enjoy, enjoy the, the podcast. podcast. I, I really yeah. did enjoy One the One thing podcast. that you got to question is, in Joe Budden's camp himself, do you not think that he has a lawyer? You know what I'm saying? Of oh, course he has a lawyer. 100%. For sure. Yeah. No, do that's... these guys have lawyers or do these guys are they they're, they're, they're hoping on the buddy card? No, no, no. They talked about that. They, they did have lawyers. lawyers um, yes. Even uh, Rory mentioned having uh, his lawyer reach out and like request certain things. And uh, Okay. Okay. That's the, a step. He also like said like he one point that he continued to mention was uh, an accounting agency, I believe. Yes. Um, yes. That he was paying the uh, cost to have them basically, uh, I mean, it seemed like audit. Yeah. Right? Was, the, the business. Um, to, to basically find out how much money they should have been paid. Um, and he's, and he, he was really persistent that, look, if I'm paying for the cost of that, why should it be an issue? Um, especially if everything's on the up and up kind of thing. And of course, if that, and obviously if that is the case, that's a shame because like I said, really enjoyed the podcast, Great podcast. all this time. Great podcast. But yeah, the other sure. thing that we Great do, people got, for well, here's the other thing room. we got to really take in consideration guys is they've and been friendship. together for seven yeah. years. Well, and, and so that, for seven years, these guys haven't known what they've making. Money changes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of do got an issue with that. And, and, and don't get me wrong. You all know Maul's my guy. 
Yeah, no, for no, sure. I, I, you know, what he's standing, what he's standing on, you know, is, is more principles than anything. He's hollering the money don't matter. Well, We've and, already had that. Discussion. And he said that that Joe Budden told him when he asked, yes. like, hey, what's going on with? Can I? Oh, actually, no, it wasn't that. It was uh, uh, basically why can you just tell uh, Rory that he can't come into the podcast? He's like Joe Bud. Joe Budden said, uh, like, the podcast is none of his business. Yeah, and, 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 and to him it's like, no, that's not true. Maul takes big, big, big issue with that. Yeah. So that is one of the things, main things that he's like, you know, that was a red flag to me. And right then and there he said he knew that he wasn't going to be with the podcast anymore. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Just basically, how do you guys feel about the whole situation? It, like I said, it, it sucks because it was a good podcast and it sucks because there was obviously friendships involved that are potentially ruined. Uh, they live together. Yeah, they, they, talk they about openly that. talk about living together at one point, and it's that's ruined yeah. now. Crazy. Yeah, Kevo, how do you feel, man? Like with the whole situation, what's your opinion on that? I think that shit spiraled out of control, and of course, we have extra people on the outside oh, putting God. in their uh, their opinions for the True. most negative yes, ways. Sir. Like uh, yes, you sir. have, like uh, I'm not gonna lie, I love listening to DJ Academics. Is he corny? Corny as fuck, but. <laughs> I will listen to him. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He's completely one-sided just, about it. Oh, oh yeah. My God. And hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, for and sure. You're right. He's not. He's, he's, he's adding toxicity to the situation. That's a great point. Yeah. He's pouring, he pouring gasoline onto the fire. You yeah. know? So good, I great agree point with you that. there, Kevin. And of course, he, everybody has to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Oh. And also, actually, I guess that's a question. That's an interesting question I'd like to ask you. Um, what kind of um, responsibility do you think that Joe Budden has in that situation um, to address that on their behalf with his friend, quote unquote, DJ Academics, right? They're, that's the mutual person between the two of them. So Rory and... I, yeah. It's hard yeah. to say mutual just for the simple fact, deep down inside, I don't feel like Joe Budden likes DJ Ack. He's the same way I am. He's just like, you're corny as fuck. You're just entertaining. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. like, like, I don't think that like they have a a friendly relationship or nothing and that's why honestly DJ Academics wants for them to actually do some shit because they would make a crazy podcast together like yeah, for sure. those two guys arguing all day who wouldn't want to hear that shit yeah, no doubt. But, and then you got that person shitting on the two people who you've been working with for as you say seven years that you know it's not uh not <laughs> yeah. kosher no, yeah, not, yeah. At all. not at all man well I mean I, I just wonder like do you think do you think that there's any, because they are, they say that they're in communication as far as Joe Budden and DJ Academics. Uh, do you think there's any responsibility there for him to say, like, look, I obviously have business with these guys. These are my personal friends. Just like, you're crossing out. the line. Because they have, they do have a relationship at the very least, even if they're not the best of friends. 100%. Like, even if it's just somebody that you sort of know, you know what I mean? Like, and they're just going wild. I mean, like, because he, because it is like, it's not just like little, you know what I mean? It is like crazy, disrespectful, like... You know, yeah, crazy, crazy. So, so would you say that the fact that Joe Budden is not correcting that, would you say it's negligence or would you say it's almost spite? Just like, yeah, I'm going to let him say it. That's an interesting point. I don't know. I, like, I couldn't say. I like. I, I honestly couldn't say on that. That would be interesting, though, to know. Um, but the only person that I guess would know would be Joe. Um, I don't even... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess negligence, I guess. But I don't even know 100% if it is his responsibility or if he has any responsibility to say anything. Maybe I mean, doesn't. there is some responsibility because if I'm feuding with person, my boys... As a friend. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, oh yeah. All those years... If, if, I'm, feuding with, if I'm feuding with you guys right now and then 
fucking Rodney down the road, all of a sudden is just like, Big Baby is a is a bitch. I gotta check that. I'm like, no, 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 no. I yeah. gotta, I, me myself, I gotta check that because honestly, in a way, you don't even know I'm beefing with him. So you're trying to check yeah. me right now. You're trying to check True. my friend. And you're so saying, you're trying yeah. to check me to, like indirectly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, then I, I mean, to that point, I would say there's some negligence there for sure. For sure. Um, and I, but I don't know. I, it would be tough for me to apply spite in that situation, but I don't know him, so it's like I don't. If somebody that knew him might be able to. Uh, come to that conclusion, but for I mean, me, he could be a little irritated from the the rumors that he hears. I'm sure he hears some shit going on, talking about oh, they're about to go on strike again. If they're about to go on strike again, he's hearing that stuff. He's just like, nah, I ain't saving nobody. And I get out. And actually, to touch on that before we get off here, that's a that you kind of reminded me. Uh, that is another part of this, uh, with as far as the actual firing. So not to lose context, because we're getting a little far from the initial firing at this point. We're talking about a lot of the response. Um, with the actual firing, allegedly, they were supposedly, from Joe Budden's perspective, going to go on strike again. Um, so they came back. And then they were going to take And they did two hiatus. shows. They went on vacation. And then supposedly they were going to go on strike again. At that point, in my opinion, I'm going to be honest, I think you do have to part ways. Because at that point, you're holding the show hostage. You know what I mean? You're... Uh, it, I mean, it's a little, it's a little crazy. I understand there's some real personal issues, and yeah. like if everything that I Maul that. and Rory said is true, then like some real, real well, personal let's face issues. It, you know, there's going to be truth on both and sides. financial issues. There's um, truth on both sides. Oh, no doubt. And, there, and yeah. there's blown up fabrication, blown out of proportion on both sides. You know, there's going to be every story yeah. in America and in the world has that three it, sides of every story kind of is, thing. Man. Yeah, hundred percent. And at the end of the day, it's a shame they brought something cool to the podcast uh, world. World and uh, yeah. it's gone now. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Gone forever. Well, hopefully they do something separately and kind of like you know um, do something interesting uh, yeah. separately. Maybe I know initially Joe said that if they did anything, he would sue them, which right. was wild. Because there's no compete. No compete. Yeah. So like overall, like there was definitely some mistakes, but he's since apologized for that. But either way, like you can't put you know toothpaste back in the tube you know no. what i mean like you can't no, no. just fly off the handle all the time yeah. and then turn around and be like oh yeah my bad okay yeah, that was that probably was a little out yeah, of no. left field um so uh at the end of the day yeah not not the best way you could have handled it not with friends not to humiliate people uh but i do honestly see why the firing had to happen um if i can't count on you to come in and do the show and pe all kinds of people eat off of this um you know then we have to move on um you know, yeah, you can't tear everything down with you, kind yeah. of thing. Um, so hopefully they go and do their own thing. That's cool, separately or together. Um, Kevo, did you have anything else to add to this? Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. One thing I've been thinking about since they got fired is, yeah, you said they can go do their own thing. I wonder if they'll get looked at like problem child, you know, like redheaded yeah. stepchild. Step you know, you never know how Definitely a the viewers thing. view them after... You know, maybe they hear the rumors too. Like, oh, you kind of go on another strike again. Like, yeah. did you not understand that we didn't have a problem with the with the shoeing? Like, that's, that's, you see, know, that could that could yeah. do something to your viewers. Well, that's a question that that's interesting to me. Sure. I I would watch them, but I guess I would be a little hesitant. To think that maybe you know, and like maybe if you were doing business with them, you would worry about some of what Joe said, and he basically said they were lazy. So that's concerning. Um, but. Um, I, you know, I don't know about that. I'll be interested to see that. Um, I'm with you on that. I'll, I'll be interested to see. I, I mean, do you think pe people look at Joe as a problem child? Because he's obviously exited on some uh, wild terms. Of course. Of 
for it. Yeah, but then at the end of the day, when there's business to be had, sometimes it's worth the money you can make to deal with the problem. Could be. Uh, we've seen that yeah. in professional sports many times. Yeah, hundred percent. But here, Kevo, we got to actually wrap this up, my brother. Um, and in the podcast, but we're going to end it with you, man. We appreciate you hopping on here with us, and thank you, we thank hope you, to sir. actually have you on the couch uh, sometime soon. We're going to try to do this like every Sunday. So as much as you want to be a part of it, baby, we want to have you here, man. You're awesome, and like I said, thank you for making the time. For real, hey, we appreciate thanks it. Thanks again, man, for watching both our live staff, stream, and man, staff, we're gaming. It's all you on there, oh, man. Yeah, we appreciate staff, it, man. Staff, <laughs> don't don't forget that. to subscribe to the Vulgar Assassin. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, yes, he's, yes, it's yes. A, he, he's doing a brand change, man. He's no longer J, J Train, it's a vulgar assassin. Uh, <laughs> you be good, man. Oh, this, is, this is J Train, yeah, 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 man of many names, man, man of many names. Oh. What was that game we that everybody was caught up on so much months ago? Oh, Among Us. Among us, yeah. yeah, J Train. I don't like you. I'm an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an assassin. I don't like you. <laughs> I'm an assassin. Facts. But, hey, brother. Like I said, Hold man. It. I appreciate you, man. He knows himself. I'm an Hold assassin. Hold it down, beautiful people. Yes, Love. sir. Care, baby. You say. All right, man. One. One.